beard shampoos and all that shit. Oh, nah. Fuck. Gone nuts. Fuck buying shampoo, you cat. <laughs> 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 you want to buy a mini? I'm buying a new car. Oh, my fuck. Yeah, you need to buy a new car. I need a new car. I need some kind of like a... Manhood? Yeah. Manhood. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you get to a point in life where you no longer leave you need an extension. Trust me. <laughs> but uh, it's too long. Anyway. I can't trip on you without doing it, man. Hang on. We're still talking about mini. <laughs> of course. <laughs> G'day guys, how you going? Welcome to the What The Fuck Podcast. <laughs> this is our first episode, we are super excited to get started with this. This has been an idea for a very long time. Darling, it's been in the works for about, probably at least 12 months. Yep, just every single time we went to do it, there was always something getting in the way. Yep. Um, so, super excited and we've even uh, got ourselves a theme song that we've made, so let's, let's play it, let's yeah, check it out. Okay, here we go. Is it a bit long? Yes. (laughs) Okay. I think we're going to work out how that's all going to go together soon, but for now, I guess it's all right. Alright, so a bit about the reason why we're doing this. Yeah. See, I've been a big fan of podcasts for a long time, starting off with uh, Ear Biscuits with Rent and Link. I used to watch that, well, listen to it and watch it pretty much every week. And then he ended up getting me into it, actually. I was never a podcast listener. Yeah, and then, of course, you know, the podcast that everyone listens to, Joe Rogan Experience and all the rest. and The good shit. Yeah, just a whole bunch of them. And uh, and your mum's house podcast, which is another one I love. So, yeah, just watching all these podcasts and that, and we figured, you know, we know some interesting people, so we might want to get them in and... Yeah, why not do one? And have a chat with them. Yeah, exactly. So, that's what we decided to do, and that's what we've done. So, um... It's been in the making for a while. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, taking a while, but uh, we're there. We got there. Yeah, well, the original intention was, so people that know me know me in real life from before all the YouTube videos and stuff would know that I never had a beard before. <laughs> so that's all that's all new. So oh, it's new ish, yeah. Yeah. So I originally grew started growing the beard in about September or October last year. About that, yeah. About that time. And Tika was confused. He was like, Why are you growing your beard out? You've always said you hate having a beard. You hate having it too long because it like pisses you off in your motorbike helmet and whatnot. And um I was like, all right. I didn't want to tell her why, but I had a reason in the back of my mind why why I was growing that beard out. And, well, the reason was it was kind of like a blackmail. <laughs> it was almost like, I know she hates it so much. If I say to her, we're doing the podcast, and she disagrees, then I have to have a, a bit of a reason to make her want to do it. So, But I never disagreed. Well, you did originally. You were a bit hesitant. 
Yeah, well, it's a lot of equipment to buy and all that sort of stuff, which we didn't have, so we've, yeah. that's why it's taken... That's one of the reasons it's taken so long to start, though. Oh, we're getting all the equipment, yeah, yeah, but just selling the idea to you was another thing. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Because I think that's when you... I was first, like, getting you into them and you didn't really understand... Yeah, I wasn't... What it was about. I wasn't super into them before Nate, like, um... So, yeah, six years ago, five years ago, I can't even remember. How long have you been around again? <laughs> you know, a while. Long enough. Um, <laughs> I wasn't really into them, and then he sort of slowly started, like, showing me them, and, like, list, I was listening to them and whatnot, and then I got my own um, Bluetooth earmuffs, actually. That's why I really started listening to them, because he conned me into... Uh, Nate conned me into getting some Bluetooth earmuffs. Yeah. Finally committed... Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it just blew out from there. And then I was just listening to them all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> so I was sold on it after I actually got into them myself. Yeah. It wasn't until I started listening and understanding. And mm. then I was like, oh, this, this is fucking cool. Well, yeah, well, it's good when you just ha- have your mates over and just hang out and just do whatever, so. That's it. Um, yeah. So eventually when I sold her on the idea of a beard and she kept asking me every single night, why are you growing your beard out? Why are you growing your beard out? I don't understand, like. And I've actually told her, look, when we do the first episode of the podcast, the beard is going to go. The original idea was when, when I grew the beard out, I was like, okay, we'll start this around like December, January sort of time. I was going to say January, I think we aim for. And so if you've seen the first day in the June's episode, how short my beard was then, that was as long as I was planning to, to grow it. And <laughs> I then, don't even remember. Yeah. Well, then... Yeah, eventually what happened was, uh, obviously, COVID hit. The COVID hit, and I don't think we had all the materials by January either, like all the mics. And no, we had all the mics and that. There was a few things we were after. Luckily, yeah. when we did the fourth episode of Daily Dunes, the, like, reaction one. Yeah, yeah. That was a good thing that um, we get to test out all the equipment, and we found out one of the cameras... Yeah, uh, that's right. ...only records for 12 minutes. Yeah, yeah, so that sucked. <laughs> so, if, you, if you've seen that video... You notice, like, at the start, we had, like, a camera that showed both of us. Yeah. And you don't see that camera angle in the middle of the video, and then you see it again at the end, and that was after we turned off the cameras, and we were like, fuck! Yeah, because we did, like, a joint, like, thing at the end and everything, and, like, we didn't know the camera had stopped recording. Yeah, so... Stopped, like, 12 minutes after we freaking started. Oh, that was so annoying. Yeah, but it's good. That's why... That's part of the reason we did the video, the way we did that video, to, to test all the equipment out for the podcast. Yeah. That didn't get started. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. So, yeah, um, so today's the day. Today's the day. Yeah, so obviously it's uh, much longer than I intended, but today's the day and it's got to go. I've got to live up to that promise. Yeah, but we're not going for each Oh, no, no, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, like, nice stubble. Yeah. The thing is, is I don't even think I'll recognise myself. I don't think I'll recognise you. I look at old photos <laughs> before I had the beard and I just go, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Um, yeah, look at myself now, like, it's just going to be weird, but... You'll get used to it. That was the plan. I'm kind of, like, a bit... I know, I can see you decide what to do it now. Yeah. You fucking commit uh, You've got to commit now. I do, but I don't, because I tell you what, I hate it. I... It's just too much maintenance. <laughs> and you see these, like, see these people with beards on Instagram, and they're, like, beards look real nice and kept, and I'm just like, there's too much, too much effort, like... <laughs> At the very best, like, if I'm going out, I'll put, like, a little bit of beard oil on it or, like, whatever, but I'm not, not buying beard shampoos and all that shit. And oh, nah. Fuck. Going nuts. It's like buying shampoo for your cat. 
I'm just saying it's a bit fucking pointless. Yeah, because they fucking clean themselves. It's not EPA cleans itself, but, no, but like as long as you just use normal shampoo, what's, mean, what's the fucking shampoo? difference? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it makes no difference. <laughs> well, anyway, um, I think I should let you do the honest. Fucking, I don't know. If I want to do this yeah. now. Like, I've gotten so used to this ugly face with well, a big beard. <laughs> I got this here, this patent pending, not really, um, thing <laughs> I made uh, just out of a bit of shitty cardboard. And it's gonna be well. I can't really have my. No, well, I need to take my headphones off anyway for this part. Yeah. But it's just gonna slip under here, catch all the air, so I don't make a mess. And that way, we can do it on camera, no problems. Um, where's the razor? I got it over there. Good. Okay. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Let's do it. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. Come over here. Oh, we can take a few quick photos or not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's take a few photos. Um, Off camera, eh? No, on camera. Okay. We'll do it on camera. Take a few photos of me, my last days of bearded man. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever grow it back again. Who knows? Alright. Enough photos for you? Um, grab the razor and like hold it up to my beard and then get a photo of that. I reckon that'd be pretty funny. Oh, photo of it. Yeah. Um, if you want to see these photos, guys, as well, uh, we are planning on making a what the fuck uh, Instagram profile on Facebook and whatnot. So you can follow us on there as well. So what do you want? Um, Enough photos? You're holding it up to my beard. Should just turn it on. <laughs> okay, let me just set this, this thing. Yep. Because obviously I don't want you to clean shave me accidentally sometimes. No. Do you want to turn these off for a second? Yeah. I'll set it to level five. Five millimeters, I'm assuming that is. <laughs> You're the boss. Um, beard catcher. Sit down. I have to sit down. Yeah, you're blocking the camera. Oh, yeah, sorry. Ooh. Okay. Um, do you know where you want to start? Uh, no. You know, you could put some headphones on if you want. Put these ones on. Why? That way you can hear if the audio's still alright. Everything's still recording, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Looks like it's all good. Yeah. How's the program going? Yeah. Okay. Alright. That sounds a little bit distant. Do you want to start? Where do I start? On the side? Underneath. Underneath. I'm going up there. Yep. Okay, here we go. Stop cutting it. I don't know. I can't tell. Yeah, which way are you going? That way? Yeah. You go... Oh. oh that way. <laughs> Look, I don't use these things. Is that pulling? No, it's fine. Oh! Yeah. Fuck! Don't do that! Does it actually hurt? No, it's fine. It doesn't look like it's cutting. I genuinely don't think it's cutting. It's only getting a little bit. Yeah, you have to work it a bit. <laughs> Look, I'm not a boy. I don't do this. This seems bad. I think you're going to have to try and do it. Because okay. it's not working. Okay. 
It's like working, but real slow. You know what? What? I think we might need to get some scissors. Alright, so we got some scissors because uh, this razor, although it's great, it's just, <laughs> hair's just too thick for the... How the fuck am I going to cut this? Like that. Would you like to say you let's go back? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Let me just keep one side shaved and the other side. How much do I have to cut? Um, well, just cut just the bulk, I guess. Do the sides first and keep the middle for now. Never mind. Too late. Sounds rough. Yeah, I know. Well, it is. It's fucking... Is this a bit of ASMR action for everyone? Does it sound good in their head? Sounds weird. I'm gonna trust you with these scissors. Wow, I look weird. Well, I'm kind of like hell worried about snipping you. <laughs> Oh need, my god. Do I need to cut more? What the hell? Do I need to cut more or? Maybe just a bit there and then you can get the razor and see if it works in. Hold on, Yeah, we got my. We got my ear. I'm anyway. Miles away from you. Try this now. Is that going to work? No. You might have to do it because I can't. This has to be rough like that. Or even if you did this. You're going to go to zero. Don't touch my face though, just take the bulk off. I don't know if I've said this already, but my mum is going to be so excited. Yeah, she hated the beard, eh? Every single time we saw her, she'd be like, what are you doing ready to be in? You look like a bloody caveman. I'm also getting sick of everyone calling me Ned Kelly, too. That's getting kind of old. No, you get Amish, look. Oh, Amish, yeah. look like an Amish man. Well, I need a Bible with some robes. I think, yeah, she's going to be most excited out of everyone. I reckon she should go clean it up and go up and... Oh, I will eventually. Because this is going to take too long. How's that for length? It's still not down. I reckon you should go turn it up in the bathroom, eh? 
Okay. Well, you've taken the bulk off, have you? Yeah, I've taken the bulk off. It's pretty hard to do it here, though. Yeah, this uh, raises struggle. Yeah, that's because it's too long, so that's going to clean it up. So we'll be back, and we're going to be back. I'm going to have no beard, so this is going to be weird. All right, let's pause, and we'll be right back. All right, the beard is gone. Poof. Oh, what happened to it? Grabbed <laughs> it off, that's what happened. Well, first, first, I cut a whole bunch off. Yeah. Yeah, I have to go to the bathroom and finish it, because yeah, we're struggling with the scissors. They didn't They didn't work. No. Today's guest is a long-time friend. Um, if you guys haven't seen the story yet, it's how the word unique came about, in fact. So, uh, it's my sensei from Jiu-Jitsu, Lance Johnson. Hey guys, thanks hey. for having me. Good, uh, hey, good to have you here. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was gentle. Well done. Yeah. Thank you. I expect worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting worse now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's all going. I've, I've done the nice part. <laughs> now we get into it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> all right. Well, it's good to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No worries. Uh, we're just having you on because we find you to be a super interesting person and. A giant, uh, giant inspiration to us. And just a top cunt in general. Yeah. And you're really good at lying. It's, uh, I almost believe that. <laughs> 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 no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But yeah. I don't take you for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And now you're stuck on him as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good add-on. It's a good add-on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, one thing I'm pretty keen to dig into is where you started in martial arts, because that's mm. a big part of your life and actually yeah. the main reason that I met you. Oh, the only reason yeah, I met you. Yeah, it's, 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 it's literally what brought us together. In, yeah. fact, in fact, it has that effect. Um, a lot of the, well, a majority of the people in my life now uh, have come into my life simply because of the journey I've taken on martial arts. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, where did it start? God. <coughs> Excuse me. Back when he was young. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when we used to ride dinosaurs to school. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, look, I, I grew up just like any other kid, I guess, uh, in, in, in my era that, you know, watching martial arts films with Bruce Lee and things like that, you know. I mean, I, I think anyone that does martial arts from, from my era is going to have some kind of influence where they said, this Bruce Lee movie inspired me to watch this movie and this movie and, you know, you, you go around the backyard and you, you karate chop the dog and <laughs> kick your sister off the bike and... And you're like, man, I'd really like to learn how to do this properly, you know? <laughs> Get a little bit more efficient at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it came through the movies type thing. And uh, I can't remember exactly how old I was. I was actually thinking about this the other day when you asked me to be here. Uh, exactly when my first ever lesson was. Now, I know it was from karate. I know yeah. it was in a place called Maddington, which is, um, don't, don't venture that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I remember loving it, absolutely loving it. Um, but I'm sure it was around the time that the Karate Kid movie came out. The original? The original, yeah. yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Not the remake. Just, just the remake. The, the real one. Yeah, the real <laughs> original. One. Uh, I, I, don't get me wrong, I love the remake, but the real one is where it's at. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I think, I think it's like around 84. Yeah, so I would have been... I don't know, six years old. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't even born yet. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was eighty-four. Um, you've you've got a hang on. Can we you de- use devices on the podcast? Oh yeah. 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 So let me look this up, and I'll tell you exactly when my first lesson was. Okay. So, um, 
Yeah, because when the Karate Kid came back out, when it came back out, when it came out, yeah, 1984, there you go. Yeah. When it came out, it, it inspired me again to, to want to, you know, to do martial arts. So I might have been a little older than that, maybe seven, yeah. simply because I remember seeing it the first time on uh, VHS yeah. video. Yes. What are those? For this generation, that's uh, that's if you're a generation around these guys, yeah, <laughs> it just came out before DVDs. Yeah, clunky um, <laughs> brick things. Big tape that you know you had to rewind, and you know sometimes you get chewed up. And <laughs> you actually have to like spin the thing to rewind it. No, no, you didn't do it by hand. The, the, oh. thing, was the thing had a had a button you press rewind. I was thinking, fuck, sit there. Like. Yeah, <laughs> no, it wouldn't happen. You just throw it in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> Get a new one. Uh, yeah, so when that came out, I, I begged my mum at the time. I say mum at the time because uh, she's gone. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> I begged my mum to go down and, and, and do a karate lesson. So I went down to this lesson and I actually loved it and never went back. So, yeah, it was weird. What? Like, I said, no, I love it. I really like it. Let's do this. And she's like, no. Nah. What? Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Um, That's strange. So I got my skateboard. <laughs> you know, um, so was that correct? It was karate, yeah, yeah. I don't know the style. Mm-hmm. But a few years later, um, I would have been about 10, yeah. okay? Um, moved schools. Um, there was a karate club on the same street I lived on. It's just about a K down the road. So I started there at a, uh, an academy. <clears throat> I, c- I can't remember the, the sensei's name, um, but it was cool. I was there for a little while. Um, I only got through one grading before I kind of went, you know, Karate's not the one yeah, I'm after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew what I wanted. I wanted something that was really practical. I moved around a little bit as a kid, and of course, you know, when you move around, change schools, you're you're a you're a target. A target. Say. You're yeah, a target. Yeah. You know, um, oh, a new kid. Let's see how far we can push him. You know. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was a pretty I was a pretty quiet kid. You know, I didn't really fight back much, but um, I got pushed around a little bit, I guess. Uh, that's the same story as half the bloody population so it's, oh, yeah. it's not tragic or anything it's just like it's just why I guess I looked for something different yeah um, got sick of the carters and you know, I just wanted to learn hey this is what happens to me show me how to deal with this mm. uh, what you got to do is you got to stand like this and hold your position for 15 minutes and not move and that's discipline I'm like that yeah, that's not going to do shit. Yeah, see you later, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather hit him with my skateboard. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it works pretty well. I mean, carters are cool to a degree, but they're, they're, not, fantastic. they're not practical, though. Like, they're fun to learn. For what I... For, for a 10-year-old boy, yeah. carters yeah. don't mean enough for you to, to, to get much out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're a bit older and you understand the reasoning behind carters and stuff like that, I'm sure they have a great deep meaning uh, for a lot of people. And I love watching them, to be honest. Like, right yeah. now, I'm not a karate person, but... Uh, I, I love watching them and seeing the people that do them really well. I just go, wow, that's you know, perfect balance and it's just perfect control. And that's just, um, yeah, that's an admirable. Um, but yeah, I moved on from it. Uh, a few years later, I checked out, <laughs> I checked out a martial art called Ninja Kai. Oh, oh um, yeah. Um, now, don't get me wrong, guys. I, it was, I had a ball. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, but once again, I just don't think it was what I was looking for. Is that post-internet before you can Google whether something's bullshit or not? <laughs> <laughs> t- no, I'll give you. I'll give you one thing. Some of the guys that I did train with, they were badass. Like they were, yeah. they were legit badasses. Like I remember one guy. Um, I'm trying to remember his name. If it pops in my head, or you know, this one guy. I used to watch him spar, and he was just legit. You know. Um, 
you know, he made this shit work. I guess, uh, I guess most martial arts can work for the right person. Yeah. You know, if you get it, if you understand it, if you understand the principles behind it, and you can flow with it, then it can work for you. You know. Um, yeah. It's just you've got to find the one that's right for you. Yeah. Um, I've always had a soft spot for Zendokai. Okay, and the reason is my my uncle was um, you know, he's a Bob Jones black belt from way back in the seventies. Um, <clears throat> so I've always had this thing for Zendokai because it's in the family. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought it was just really, really badass. Like these guys are, you know, they, they'll kick the shit out of you. You know, you fuck with these guys, and they'll like rearrange your face <laughs> to, to, to break free plastic surgery. Um, <laughs> they could really blue. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you know, I, I thought, yeah, I want to, I want to be hardcore. I want to be like that. I want to be, I want to be a badass motherfucker. <laughs> That when people come up and go, look at you, little shit, you know, like yeah, it's like dick punch, you're done. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I never really got the opportunity to throw myself in, into Zendo Kai because there was just no schools around me at the time. You know? um, a friend of mine did it for a bit. I went down for a lesson or two, and for some reason I couldn't commit to the day or something. I just couldn't do it. So then later on, I, I, I left it for another couple of years, and I think I was 20, 21 possibly. Yeah, twenty one. Um, and I found a guy, uh, a guy I've worked with, he goes, oh, I did Kempo. And I went, oh man, I've heard of Kempo. Like that's like that Jeff Speakman, like, he does Kempo, right? And he goes, yeah, yeah. So I, wa- I used to watch this movie. Okay. When I say used to, I've got a copy of this and I still watch it. Okay. And I still work as a badass with, if you haven't seen the perfect weapon with Jeff Speakman in it. You have to get that out. I don't think I have, mate. You've got to do it. If, if I can find it, I'll lend it to you. It's, oh, it's, it's oh, really good. Okay. So it's about, um, it's got a lot to do with the actual art itself of Kempo Karate, American Kempo Karate. And it's fast, it's brutal, it's to American the point. American Kempo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. there's a guy called Ed Parker. And uh, uh, I'm probably going to get the lineage wrong here, but I'm, I'm sure he did something along the lines of... Uh, some kind of Kempo style thing in Hawaii because there's heavy roots in Hawaii for it. And um, he took it to the mainland. He, he, he put his spin on everything and became, he came up with his own like system of Kempo. And um, yeah, they call that Ed Parker uh, Kempo or oh, okay. American Kempo is, is, is quite you know, commonly known as. Right. Um, and his student, Jeff Speakman, is an actor. Right, and they did this movie called The Perfect Weapon, and holy shit, man, the fight scenes in that are just badass. It's legit, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's legit. Like That's it's, why, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's really well choreographed, it's, uh, it's fast, and you just look at this thing and you go, hey, that shit could work. Mm. You know, that shit could work. So I, I watched him for years and years. Um, um, pretty bad. That, I mean, that was the best movie he ever did, and I think after that it kind of could just... Nothing compared? Yeah, there's nothing compared, which is a shame because I think he's a, he's a cool guy. I don't mind his acting and, and, his, and his, his talent is really, like, I guess, wasted after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, but he's still in the in the system. He has his own system of Kempo now. It's um, Jeff Speakman. It's called Kempo 5.0, I think it is. Yeah. Very, oh, right. very cool, very cool. They mm-hmm. had a little bit of uh, like MMA-style groundwork and stuff to it to, just to right, okay. give it that modern boost. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So I had this soft spot for that Kempo. And uh, I was working with this guy. Uh, I used to wash cars. <laughs> Everyone, you know, struggling, you know, young lad trying to figure out what the fuck I want to do in life. I ended up washing cars for a car yard. 
And uh, this guy that I was working for, uh, working with, I should say, uh, he said, "Oh yeah, do Kempo. You know, you should try that. You know, see if you can find a school." He said, "Apparently, like, he was saying, oh, it's banned and it's deadly and it's this and that." I'm like, I've heard all that shit before. So God, I uh, back. Okay, so back in those days, two kids, for those all playing at home, um, we had a phone book called the Yellow Pages. <laughs> now, not like this little shitty thing you see these days. I mean, this thing was badass. You could beat some of the death with these yeah. books, right? and um, and that was basically it was the business directory for phone numbers, right? That's when you didn't know the internet, eh? Yeah, well, yeah, it was. I think just no, no, no. This was internet. This was internet age. So I think yeah. internet was early to mid nineties. I think it started where everyone started getting those dial up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the worst. Shit ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'd download a one megabyte picture because you wanted to see a pair of boobs from the internet and it was really fugly and it took you know, half an hour to like, download it. <laughs> and then you finally get yeah, there and you're yeah. like, oh, this so was, that was this not was worth it. Yeah, I'd rather go back to you know, Playboy magazine or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was an interesting sound. Yeah, yeah I, don't I, was just, I was just... I have no idea what that was. That's cool. Maybe someone's trying to chime us out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking shit too much. Uh, <laughs> this is why you have me here, right? Because I just go spin yarns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you got good this, stories. This will be easy. Hey, yeah. I'm, hey, I'm learning shit because as far as I'm concerned, the history of Kempo is just there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I, am not the his- I am not the history of Kempo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my history I of Kempo. I very, very small screw holding one cog of a very large machine. <laughs> I know, but I mean, this is the only Kempo I know. Um... <laughs> But anyway, I got this bloody, I got these yellow pages out, and I started looking for Kempo schools, right? Oh shit, you could do that. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like it's just an index, kid. <laughs> um, so I found this school called uh, Bushy Kempo Jiu Jitsu, and I went, oh, that's Kempo, all right, well, go and check that out, right? And I thought, what's Jiu Jitsu? Because I had no fucking idea what Jiu Jitsu was back then. Um, now, when I say Jiu Jitsu on this one, Bushy Kempo Jiu Jitsu, think of it as uh, a at the time, a more modern take of Japanese jiu-jitsu. Um, and a few elements of other things in there, which are the two uh, founding brothers, Chris and David Hand from the, from the UK, they actually um, put a lot of their martial arts experience together and came up with that system. And, it, and yeah, I went down to this school. And I, I called the guy up, and he was this uh, English guy. He's really jovial on the phone. And, oh, hey, hey, this sounds a bit strange, mate, but I'll come down anyway. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so I came down there. And uh, I sat in to watch a class, and there was this big, chunky guy, you know, a bit of a little bit of a beard and a big belly chuckle laugh, and, and I'm like, that, that, that's the instructor. Holy, holy shit! How the hell is he going to move? Like he's a he's a big boy. Like, and then he moved, mm. and fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like Jesus, this guy could kill you by you know, with a stare across the room, you know. <laughs> He, his jiu-jitsu was just, it just blew my mind. I was, I was instantly hooked yeah. uh, to see this guy that could just move so effortlessly and, and and just have this superior leverage on people no matter what they did. It was just amazing. So like nothing I'd ever seen because all the other arts I've looked at were all striking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, this guy grabbed hold of you and fucked you up, you know? Like you're a pretzel and then snapped as well. <laughs> you know, it's like you're pretzel pre- pieces, you know? Yeah. Where was this school? <clears throat> There's a place called Elton Park Rec Centre. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, so, I yeah, I joined. And uh, I, I did about... Oh, because I had a little bit of martial arts experience beforehand, a lot of the stuff did seem familiar. So I picked it up reasonably quick. 
And he got me to a point, he said, all right, let's grade you to this belt. No, nah, that's too easy, let's grade you to this, this belt. He still took me through all the belts. <clears throat> but he graded me until I started to be challenged. Which right. I think was right up, I think it was about purple belt in the system at the time. And uh, so then I started, oh yeah, this is different. Okay, these, these moves are different. You could do a bit more finesse here. Okay, yeah, cool, this is, this is where you need to be. So about three and a half years, I got my, I think it was three and a half years. Yeah, about three and a half years, I got my show at home, my probationary black belt. Um, which you just got. We weren't, <laughs> how I was sitting here like, we won't talk about how long oh, that no, took. No, 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 we'll, we'll bring that up soon. Yeah. That, that's, that was a really, that was a momentous occasion. I love it, I love it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so I got my professional black belt. Now, a friend of mine, a very good long-term friend of mine now, uh, Kurt, he used to come up, he ran the Bunbury Club. Yeah. He came up a few times and trained with us. <clears throat> and uh, he, he, he came up one time and said, why don't you come down to the Bunbury Club and train with us sometime? I'm like, yeah, sure, sure, no worries, love it. I'd love to, sure. So I, I rode my little 250 ZZR down there one, one night, freezing fucking cold, <laughs> not really realising how far Bunbury was. Oh, shit. That's what I was thinking, like a 250 to get to fucking Bunbury. Yeah. Um, so I went down there, got off the bike, um, and at the at the time they ran the, the, the club through a like a, like a high school gym. And put Max down each night. So, like same way we used to do, the rec center. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. right, yeah. And um, so I went in there, um, got introduced to some people. Um, was uh, I, I guess I was okay at the time. I wasn't that shy anymore, but you know, it was still an alien place. Big gym, like big class. Like he had plenty of people on the mats. And um, <clears throat> trained there a few times. And then his, his phone call um, probably would have been... Maybe six months to a year after that. The first time I went down, maybe I don't know. It's a, it's a bit of a blur, but um, that's just fun. a sign of old age. But anyway, it could be, it could be, it could be the dimension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the fact that I haven't cracked one of those tins you got in there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, grab one. You know Help yourself. I'm going to do one too. Uh, throw me a Red Bull, please. Someone, anyone? Yeah, there you yes, because you know I need to get louder than I already am. First class podcast. Check this out. Southern comfort. <laughs> yep. I wonder if it really is the, the, the comfort of the South. I don't know, huh? Yeah. Isn't it from... Um, New Orleans. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, I've never had this. America. America. I probably would say... Oh, that sounds amazing to <laughs> <laughs> I probably would say, probably not the best way to start to have it through a can. Like, the actual spirit itself is quite tasty. Mm. I drink it. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have the budget one day for cups. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Budget podcast right now. <laughs> maybe, maybe we get something made with the podcast logo on it. Oh, hey, you're full of good ideas. Yeah, not full of shit too, but <laughs> that's actually not true. The, the people that are full of shit have brown eyes. They tense the colour of the eyes. We were. Oh yes, uh, I got a I got a phone call from Kurt out of the blue, and he goes, "Hey man, uh, so as you know, I lived in." Uh, Tasmania for this many years, and I, and I had a, a gym over there. Went, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I'm going over there to do a, a series of um, like teaching, like, uh, not seminars and such, but like classes and, yeah. to and fro. There's three gyms over there that I want to do jiu with. Like, so go over there. Went, yeah, okay, cool. Oh, well done. And he goes, yeah, you're coming. So, he, well, he kind of said, I want you to come with me. 
but in a way where it was like, by the way, you're coming, I bought your ticket. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, what, what, what? And he goes, yeah, man. Like he said, Lance, you have, and I'll never forget this. I'll never forget these words. So thank, Kurt, thank you so much for everything you've done. <laughs> He, he, look, he's, he inspired me to, to be the person I am now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. He's a, he's a massive influence in the fact that I became a Jiu-Jitsu instructor. He goes, Matt, you have the most talent I've seen come through that school for a long time, and you have a brilliant Jiu-Jitsu mind. You get it. I want you to come with me, and I want you to help me teach these, these um, classes. I hope you can't hear my stomach through that microphone. I'm like, is that just me? <laughs> I was like, is that like a Formula One race? In the distance? <laughs> that was my stomach, I'm sorry. I've been going through some stuff, man. And, uh, thank God and for... Uh, eight. <laughs> thank God for uh, post-editing. <laughs> yeah, let's get that now out of here. Um, yeah, so he said, yeah, I want you to come with me. And I've, I've got your ticket here. Because I said to him, man, I can't afford that. I'm an apprentice. I wasn't a yeah. spray painter at the time. You know? yeah. He goes, no, nah, no, nah, I've got your ticket, bro. I'm like, I hate not paying my way. Yeah, I know. So I said, okay, man. He goes, we're going to hire a car. We're going, to, we're going to be traveling around Tassie, going to these gyms. I went, cool. At least let me pay for the fuel in my car. <laughs> and he goes, done. I went, all right, deal. So he came up to my to my house. Um, I was with my girlfriend at the time. And uh, he came over. Uh, we took him to the airport. And I went, I think it was a day or two later, <clears throat> and met them there. So got picked up the airport, went to these People's house it was a really nice place. They're really nice people, and then went to their to their. I think it, we went to their club. I think it was the next day, from memory. And um, holy shit, man! Like, there's all these like this. This is a karate school, by the way. This one, it's not a jiu-jitsu school, but oh, they okay. uh, they adopted a um, a form of jiu-jitsu that my old instructor came up with called Jose Ru, which is like a shortened syllabus. Right. Okay. It was developed for like elderly men and women and, and children and stuff. A very very good very good. It just took the it, it, it just took the crap out and just said this works. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. Took the fancy shit out. Yeah. Took the Sorry, I just touched my face that... and I was like <laughs> the, the fluff of the beard is yeah. gone. Yeah. I wonder if you're like gonna be like Samson, I wonder if you're weaker now. Well, maybe. We should try to push pillars over and see what happens. <laughs> well Yeah. I feel like it was I'm like just a, stop looking at you. I feel like it was like a bit of a confidence boost when I first grew up and then I was just like, nah, I gotta get rid of it because like I don't know. Yeah, you gotta grow it back just sooner. Now keep it. This, this is in. Like, what you doing right now, man? This is it. This is the new beard. Yeah. That's yeah. what he had before, yeah. and he looked normal, but now he looks kind of fucking scary. Mm. Don't listen to her, man. <laughs> You're a sexy bitch, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> like I say, once, once I get a haircut, I think it'll it'll be a bit normal, but it'll yeah. even out. Oh. I don't know. He's still probably gonna look pretty ugly, but anyway, sorry for interrupting. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, sorry. We'll let you go back. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> we were, oh, we were in Tasmania. We were in Tasmania, yes. yes. So we rock up to this gym, and uh, there's like, oh, I can't remember how many people, but there was adults, kids, black belts, fourth degree black belts, and they're just it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm a probationary black belt over here. Like, I'm a, I'm a pleb. <laughs> I know jack shit. I'd feel pretty outplaced. <laughs> right, so I'm like, cool. Okay, so they're setting some mats up over there, and all the like, young colored belts are over there. Cool, so Kurt's going to send me over there, right? Kurt comes up to me and goes, all right, so I'm going to go over here with all these guys and you're going to take all those black belts over there and you're going to go over that way and you're going to teach them. And I went, you fucking want me? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, just go and teach. Like, just go, go and teach Jiu-Jitsu. I'm like, God, they're fucking like fourth degree black belts. He's like, yeah. What the fuck am I going to teach them? And he goes, 
dude, they do karate, teach them jiu-jitsu. I'm yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, a little bit of heads up would have been good, bro. Yeah. Just internally packing yourself. Oh, big oh. time, big time, big time. I'm lucky it was a black uniform. You know? <laughs> uh, so I'm like, okay, okay, oh, oh, I can fake confidence. Let's do this. And I said, I'll walk across. So I went, all right, guys, my name's Lance. It's nice to meet you. And they were all really friendly. They come and shake my hand. I said, oh, so much. Thank you so much for coming over. But, yeah, great. Um, now, um, so you guys do karate, right? They're like, yeah, yeah. So, um, do you much strangling in karate? They go, oh, we do a little bit like this, this. Like, oh, okay, cool. So I've gone, thank fuck. Okay, so I, I liked my chokes, man. Like, yeah. I still like my chokes, right? Chokes are fine. So I had a few up my sleeve, quite literally. And, uh, <laughs> so I said, right, this is how we do these chokes. You know, there might be, there might be similarities into your style, but this is how we like to do them. I started teaching these chokes and their eyes were wide I thought it was just because I get choked but they're like fuck this is amazing you know <laughs> and my confidence got better and better and better and I was teaching them these really elaborate chokes after that and they're like fucking hell this is amazing I never thought that could be so easy yeah. you know especially when you first did it and you just and then you explain the leverage and how it works and you just and, and you know some, some of them were going Fuck, I always thought this choke worked because of this, but when you showed me like that, it's so much better, which was the rear naked choke, uh-huh. right? So a lot of people do rear naked chokes very different. Um, and the style that we do it, um, uh, it just, I don't know, to them it just seemed like, holy shit, this is like, this is the one. It's quick, yeah. It's quick. Um, and it's so, it's so brutally and, and, and easy, you know. Um, but yeah, like it was, it was such a, an amazing beginning to, Maybe that's what made me become an instructor in the first place. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we travelled from that club uh, to another one in Scottsdale, so opposite end of the bloody state. Um, Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, all in a, was it, a Mazda Metro, I think, where the car was. <laughs> four-cylinder thing, man. Yeah. Go around the mountains and shit. It was good. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Except, except for the fact it was cold. Because <coughs> you're in fucking Tasmania. It was cool. It wasn't... I wouldn't say it was freezing. It was just the right time of year, I think, for us. And we, we had a good run with the weather. Um, but yeah, we went up to Scottsdale. And that was a jiu-jitsu school. I'm like, shit. Now you're Damn, These guys know... <laughs> <laughs> these guys know stuff. Uh, but they just... I don't know. They loved it. You know, it helped Kurt out teaching. And, and they, re- they really enjoyed my spin on it, I guess. Because that's when I started to realize, ah, even though we do the same art, we have our own little ways of doing shit. It's yeah. different, eh? Like, yeah. even when Kurt taught me, as opposed to when you've taught me, he has his own spin on the way he does things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have very different body types. Like, yeah. Kurt's, Kurt's a short guy. Um, Can and, relate? Can relate? Yeah. <laughs> and because of that, he, he says he does what he calls small man jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Like, to be honest... You can learn jiu-jitsu from anyone. But if, if you've got the opposite body type to the guy that's teaching you, you're probably going to struggle doing some of the moves that he does, that he says are really easy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, I got taught by opposite ends of the spectrum. You know, Sheehan Ian Mason, he was a big guy. You know, so, but his jiu-jitsu was, like, it was very precise. It was very, very good. Um, Kurt, opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. Shorter guy, small guy. His jiu-jitsu was off the chain. It was just fucking badass. Because it was true leverage. If he got hold of you, he couldn't muscle you. Yeah. So he would fuck you up with science. <laughs> you know? Can also relate to that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, think it, I think because of that, I think that kind of helped me be able to become a better coach. Because 
a bigger guy could come in and say, okay, this is going to work for you. Yeah. Smaller guy come and go, this is going to work for you. Yeah. yeah. The big guy goes, why is he doing it that way? So you try it. And they go, oh, I can't get around here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So having that kind of... The balance of both. Yeah, has really helped me in my understanding of jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Rather than just be understanding my jiu-jitsu, I understand how it's going to work for you. I understand how it's going to work for someone that's, you know, a lot larger. Yeah. So I think I'm very lucky. Yeah. It's very lucky. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. sick, hey. Yeah. I'm learning shit here. Yeah, yeah, we haven't really spoken about this, have we? No, not no. really, not really. How I became your coach. No, we haven't really spoken about that. Yeah. That's how I became an instructor. That's when I went, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. You make yeah. me think about what made me want to do it. I think I forced you into it. <laughs> I, but I've always been like with like good with kids. Like even in primary school, I'm there, you know, teaching the younger kids. Yeah, well, who would have thought with you being such an introvert and all? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost weird enough that I want to do it. I think I'm a bit too introverted. Yeah, it. yeah you're the you're you're the quiet. He's the quiet one. Yeah. Funnily enough, some of the best coaches I've ever seen have been introverts. Yeah. Why? Because I'll spend time with one. Yeah. Rather than. Out and about with the whole crowd. Yeah, I think that that personal approach does wonders. I mean, look at Maddie's last. last yeah, week. you know, let's be honest. They put a lot of time into it. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure, so, for sure. You know, it, and it shows. Yeah, yeah for sure. You did well, bro. Thank you. Yeah. It's like, it's like he's my prodigy and then, and then Maddie's his prodigy. Yeah. It's like, well, it's going to happen. And then Lance's one, so I just keep going. And then I'm Lance, I'm your prodigy. It's your lineage, right? It's your lineage. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is interesting. I'm learning heaps about Kenpo. Yeah. I did not know. Yeah. And for people who are listening, uh, we didn't mention it before, but yeah, Lance's uh, credentials in, in martial arts. I mean, oh, yeah. You're a second Dan black belt in Kenpo. Second black belt in Kenpo Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, I got should, that in should. 2010. <laughs> let's, <laughs> yeah, let's just say uh, shouldn't be a second Dan still. Uh, uh, you <laughs> recently got your... Uh, black belt in Brazil in Jiu-Jitsu. I did, yes. Congratulations again. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, dear, it's a 12 that was year sick. journey on its own. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. It's still a bit weird. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I still put the belt on and think I'm doing something naughty. So are you, it's like, who's is this? <laughs> are you technically now Professor Lance Johnson? I am, yes. Hey. Wow. You should have introduced as Professor Lance Johnson. <laughs> nah, nah, um, yeah. Look, I, titles have never really meant much to me, to tell you the truth. You know, yeah. Like, like, as you guys know, with my gym, people come in and say, oh, you know, excuse me, Sensei. It's like, oh, it's just Lance, guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. no one special. I'm just the guy that's showing you how to fuck people up. <laughs> you just, just boss man to me. Yeah, yeah. boss man. Yeah. I like that. I like boss man. Um, uh, Lainey and, and like Kelly, uh, they still call me Optimus. Optimus, yeah. That's yeah. what you are in my phone. Yeah. Optimus <laughs> Prime. Yeah. <laughs> I asked them how they came up with that. I thought, why, why am I optimist? Like, oh, you're the fearless leader. I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah. okay. And I think I remember that um, that day when when uh, when Laney first said that. I said, does that make you like your bumblebee? Because he was like a because he looked like a V dub. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> originally bumblebee was a V dub. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it kind of fits. It does, it does. I love that guy. He's so mm. cool. Yeah, he's not around enough anymore. He's not. It was great to see him the other week, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was good. aged. Not really. Motherfucker knows where the fountain of youth is and he's not sharing. Still <laughs> looks apparently like my dad, according to that kid. <laughs> 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 For those of you who don't know that story, which is most of you, we, uh, Laney used to take me to class when I was a kid. I mean, I wasn't much smaller than I am now, but I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> 
And um, he would drive me to class every day because I had no license. And my hawk is bigger. My, yeah. <laughs> yeah. my hawk is bigger, yes. Um, and one of the juniors, one day, because we were me and Laney were both instructors with Sensei Lance. <laughs> just, just fuck it. Yeah. Um, and uh, one of the kids asked their dad one day if uh, I was Laney's son. <laughs> so um, there's, a, there's a few things wrong with that. One, I'm not a boy. <laughs> and two, Laney's only like five years older than me or something. Yeah, he's an early starter. <laughs> Fuck. Well done, son. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was gold. I remember that day. Uh, yeah. I once asked my uh, soccer coach if he was the dad of one of the kids that was in the team. And he was like, what? Like, almost like... Offended. Well, it was almost like I look nothing like him. Why how do you even put two and two together? Yeah, but even though kids have features of parents, do they ever look like them? You know what I mean? Hmm. I've seen a couple that we've gone, wow, holy shit, like, like this is the same person 20, 30 years apart. Yeah, okay, but fair that's enough. that's rare. I, yeah, I think you're right. It is rare, though. Mm. It is rare. So was the kid? I want to know. Was the, <laughs> was the coach had a kid there? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I just needed to know the answer. No, it was just kind of... <laughs> It was going to bug me. I'd be like, I wonder, I wonder. <laughs> I feel like he did look like a kid, though. But that's me. Oh. Um, Where to from here? <laughs> well, yeah. So, like, one thing that even we get as, like, martial arts and those people go, oh, yeah, you, you know all your martial arts and whatnot, but if, does it, is it even practical in real life? Or have you ever used it? Yeah. Um, type thing. But it's like... We get that a lot, hey. I mean, like, one thing you've always sort of taught us is, like, self-defense. Like, the first rule of self-defense is don't attack. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Don't, be the, don't be the initiator. Yeah, yeah don't be the initiator. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there, I mean, there's, a, there's a, a, a fine line between this. Like, you can have the preemptive type thing, but what you need. So I'm going to draw on my security um, uh, knowledge here. So for those playing at home. I also teach security, so to a security, and I'm a security officer myself, so I've had to use this shit. Um, now... A much calmer version of what we do. Very, very different, yeah. So it's still jujitsu when it comes down to it. Oh, yeah. You can only use a certain amount of it. Yeah, that's legal. Um, yeah, yeah. Excessive force is a very real thing. Yes. That you yeah. Go for. yeah. Um, but the, the thing is, like, not being the initiator doesn't mean that you weren't the first to put your hands on them. Absolutely. What it means is, like, um, if you look up the, the, the proper definition of assault, especially in Australia or WA law, it'll say that it's any um, any threat or action of threat to use force against someone. So if I was to fake a punch to you, you can actually legally grab me now. That's a, oh, Yeah, because yeah. they're act- like it's an action, isn't it? That's correct. Yeah. yeah. So if I go like this, well, come on then, yeah. and I don't punch, but then why would you stand there and let me actually throw one? Yeah, yeah. exactly. You'd so want to lock act- them up. Yeah, so you're actually allowed to. And I've done it, like, uh, guys, dozens of times. And when I worked for Crown, so many times people have squared up to me and done a fake punch, and I've grabbed hold of them, what I call a rear control, yeah. which is one arm pinned to them, and you know, so another officer get the other arm, and, and basically be a bear hug from behind. Um, and they've gone, ha, sucked in, you got me first, I can get you for assault. Mm. I was like, no. you might want to brush up on your law, you fucktard. Yeah. You know, you just... You have to know that shit, yeah. being security work. You do, yes. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. How does it go as far as weapons are concerned? Okay, so, yeah, so, so we have a use of force continuum, so it's basically a... 
a lowest form of force to highest form of force, right? Yeah. Now you have to, to, to for, for, law, for force to be lawful, it's got to be reasonable, necessary, and proportionate. Okay. Easy way of saying that is a minimal amount of force to control that situation. Yeah. Right. Now, if their level of force goes up, yours can. Mm. But as soon as you get control, and their level of force has come down because you're controlling them, so does your level of force. Oh, okay, so say if you've got them in control, you can't like continue like smashing them in the face. No, no. They're, <laughs> because they're defenseless. Yeah. yeah, you've now become the attacker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, that's excessive force. Yeah, of course. I don't, I don't even want to do security. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I maybe. wouldn't recommend it for you. To, no. I love you, kid, but no, I wouldn't recommend security for you. What are you trying to say? Nothing. I just love you. Has anyone actually come at you with any sort of weapon? Mm. That's a good one. There's a story for you. Oh, yeah. here we go. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> um, an idiot called Lance Johnson dated a barmaid. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever do that. That just takes uh, the energy right out of you. Yeah. Um, and uh, I went to. She was doing that. Oh, I can't remember now. I can't remember what type of shift it was. But I went down to, to, to pick her up. So I hadn't been drinking or anything like that. And I parked my car. And I was just walking. For some reason, I was walking to the front entrance. So it must have been a Saturday. Because I think that's when we used that one. This is when we go on the back. And. Um, there was a guy there and he was off his head, absolutely off his head, and um, he almost fell off the curb. So I, I kind of grabbed him and I'm like, oh, you're right there, buddy. And he's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. And he turned on me and he pulled out this fucking knife. Holy wow. shit. It was only a little pocket knife, but it's a, it's a, it had this fucking hey, knife. That's his fucking knife still. And it's like, uh, you know when they say your life flashes before your eyes? Yeah. That, yeah, mine was quick. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I'm not ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> I've done enough. Um, so, I, yeah, he... Uh, I, I'll say he lunged at me with it. It was kind of a clumsy style lunge, but... Um, so was the, he drunk or... Yeah, yeah he was, off he his was, head. Yeah, which I think was probably the only reason why I could control him the way I could. Yeah. Because um, let's be honest, like, knife crime is super quick. It's violent. It's like, if someone wants to kill you, they're going to kill you. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I've kind of, like, I've messed this guy up a little bit. Um, I remember I, I split his head open on the concrete, um, and I think I fractured his wrist. Mm. Um, like, it wasn't deliberate. Basically, as he lunged towards me, I'd stepped to the side, and I trapped his arm against me, and I've kind of hit the back of his hand to try to get the knife out. Yeah, yeah. And his, and his wrist just went, you know. Um, and then, basically, I... As, as, as you would know it, I did a, an assorted Gary with a, with a um, clothesline and uh, this guy on his ass a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then once he got to the ground, I just restrained him. But that's one of the nicest throws you could do. Yeah, well, it could have been worse. Yeah, could have been honest, I could have just kicked him out into oncoming traffic yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at that stage. But um, it, it's, it was scary. I'm not going to fucking lie. I was, <laughs> I was shit myself. It's like the, the only thing I thought of is I have to get that knife out. Yeah. yeah. After that, no problem. Yeah. But I have to get, I've got to get rid of that knife. So I just did one of the, the the things I knew how to do to try to get it out of his hand, and it worked. And it just but I but I broke I fractured his wrist at the same time. Yeah. Um, Probably shouldn't have tried to stab you then. It's not really your. Well, let's be honest. Yeah, it was a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I was really worried. You know, like I thought, fuck, I've just messed this poor bastard up. Like he's just drunk. Yeah. You know. Um, so there were some people inside that actually saw it through the window. Yeah. And I've come running out. Um, and then one of them was one of the 
bar staff, I think, or, or one of the restaurant staff that was there, I can't remember. And she's run back in because she's realised, oh shit, that's Lance. Yeah. Right? So she's run back in to get my ex-girlfriend Jackie out of here. And um, the publican came out, like the, the manager on the night came out. I'm like, are you okay? Are you okay? I said, yeah, but I don't think he is. So I think, I think I'm in trouble, man. Like, he, like he, what, he said, what happened? I, I tried to stab him with that knife over there. <laughs> He's like, holy shit. I said, look, um, can you call the cops, man? I'll wait. He goes, yeah, yeah, I've got you. I've got you. So he went inside and, and he called the cops. And it just so happens that a bunch of those people saw what happened. Yeah. Right? And so they're like, oh, we'll be witnesses, man. We saw it, blah, blah. And there was a camera that caught just where I was doing the takedown. So, no shit. yeah, they saw him walking out all over the place. And then they saw him when I, uh, you can kind of see him go back into camera when I pull him up off the off the road, when he almost fell off the road. And then you can see him basically lunge, do, do right. lunge with his knife. Because he stood back a few steps. Uh, not, really not really on the camera, no. It was a little bit grainy, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, you, you, but you could tell what had happened. Yeah. Um, you could see the knife once I did the thing on the wrist from memory. Yeah. Um, land on the floor, but you we, can't tell we what do it is. that thing. Yeah, going floor purple or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's why I show it to you. Yeah. Like, I know that one works. <laughs> so, but that's uh, yeah. I, I look, I stay for the cops, and they 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 listen to the witnesses, myself, and um, and the you check the footage. You know, you, you, you're cool, man. You're good. Yeah. So, do you want to press charges? I'm like, it's just smashed, man. I don't care. I'm okay. I'm uncut. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, so in the end, they just went, well. Props to you, buddy. Well done. Yeah. I was like, well, I was shit scared I was going to get done for, you know, for... Yeah, um, yeah. Hurting me. was probably harm or something. No, 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 no. Self-defense, self-defense. He, like, he could have murdered you. Yeah. Well, that's the biggest fear, isn't that's, it? That's when you terrifying, are, yeah. But in general, when you are trained, like, even for me, like, that's the biggest fear you got. You're like, you want to be able to defend yourself, but you know that you're going to be classed as a weapon. Right. Yeah. There's a, there's a thing about that, too. Like, a lot of, over, my, over my period of... Uh, Many years it is now doing martial arts. Just many guys because he's fucking old. Takes <laughs> um, uh, still young enough to whip your ass. Yeah. <laughs> when that stops, I'll stop my, uh, my back chat. <laughs> um, yeah, I, over the many many years I've been doing it, I've been hearing people say, "Oh, are you on the are you on the the, the black belt list? Like, are you on the on the?" weapons list or whatever. There's not a list, is it? No. I was going to say. People say, like, you're a black belt. You have to get registered with the police, right? Because you're a lethal weapon. I'm like, fuck's sake, man. Where do you guys get this shit from? Here's here's my card, my black belt card. Yeah. 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 Look, man, uh, you shouldn't do that. I'm classed as a deadly weapon. (laughs) Man, now I really want to see how good you are. Yeah. Yeah, that's blue. That's bullshit. That's dumb. Anyone playing at home that's ever heard that, you know, if you're a black belt that's... uh, you, know, you have to go and register your stealth oh. with the police. No, that's not true. Yeah. Will you be looked at slightly different in the court of law? Yeah, yeah. possibly if you've really messed someone up. Yeah. They're going to say, well, you've got all this experience. You could have probably used a lesser force to control that person. Yeah. Other than that. I mean, my argument's always going to be, look at the fucking size of me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want him to get back up, for example. Yeah, small and female. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I can't get away with that. Either of those. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you can't. <laughs> so, what would you think the, the weirdest object someone has used as a weapon on you? On me? Yeah. Or that you've seen, even if they've used it on someone else. A jiu-jitsu belt. <laughs> as a weapon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think, no. Uh, um, or... Okay. A pencil? John Wick? John Wick. <laughs> what a guy. Um, wow. 
Wow, that's a really good question. Um, I'm gonna say a dog collar. Really? Yes. That's a good. That's. that's uh, what the fuck are they doing with a dog collar? <laughs> yeah, it's not what you think. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking something real strange. Yeah, okay, I, I'm just. This is just off the top of my head because I wasn't. I literally wasn't ready for that question. Well, can I imagine a studded um, dog collar doing some damage? Well, it wasn't studded, but it had the the buckle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, like I saw these two kids at a park one day, and they were fighting over the over the swing. Mm. It's like I'll get my fucking dog to bite you, and there's this beautiful little you know golden retriever sitting there going, <laughs> <laughs> like, "I'm not biting anyone, motherfucker," you know. So he pulls off the the the, the collar off the dog, yeah, and swings it at this kid with the with the uh, leash still on it. What a fucking strange Yeah, he's just messed his face up, man. Like, it literally left this big um, kind of red mark and, and scratch and shit across this kid's face. That's terrible. So I've just done the whole, oi! Yeah. And all of them have bolted. Yeah. Fucking dog didn't know what to do. He's like, which way do I go? I'm no longer on a lead. <laughs> um, even the kid that got hit in the face started to bolt. And, he, and then he stopped and he just buried his face in his hands and I went over to him. And he was bleeding. It had basically cut him open. Yeah. But yeah, I, I guess, like, if and, and the weirdest weapon, I, I guess that's probably what I've seen. Yeah, that is pretty fucking strange. Like, who the fuck whips the collar? Look over on uh, this screen here, I'll show you one, tell me what you think. Is this a weird weapon? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Move it to is that a double ender? What's going on there? Let's move it over to this big screen. Here. I don't know what the fuck that is. It looks like a cactus. What the fuck is that? That looks like a, like a, one of those doorstops with like stuff in it. Oh, yeah. Let go! God! <laughs> 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 Did that just knock his teeth out? Like literally? <laughs> is that what he's holding? Yeah, that's what you think it was, man. It's just a big fucking massive double-ended dildo. Just smacked him in the mouth with it. Do you want to see the rest of this video? Let's do that. Yes. I have to now. I'm curious. How much damage does this double ender do? Well, I think he's got false teeth. No, oh, it did. Oh, I think he's doing Shit, shit. Oh, fuck. That's not funny. Oh. Babe. Look at that. Oh, my God. Oh. Let me see your mouth. Let me, let me see like your that. mouth. Um, let me see your mouth. Oh, fuck. Maybe it's not. Oh, fuck, babe. Maybe it's not. Well, well that kid's been holding me to eat a dick. Wait, let me yeah. see your mouth. Let me see your mouth. Oh, he's got oh, no teeth Turn the camera off. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, the camera's just that's pissed not... himself laughing. Oh. Look at that. Well, that's what I mean. Like, that's what kind of makes you think it's fake, because you hear that guy laughing so much. You think, like, yeah, if that, your that mate or your dad pissing. or whoever that was just got so smacked was, in the mouth with his teeth. There was definitely off. teeth in his hand, though. Yeah. yeah. Whether that's he just, like, had them in his mouth just sitting there with, like, fake blood, I don't know. But that looks, yeah, that's so bad. At first it looked fake, because I was like, he's well, not showing the face. Maybe it is, because it didn't look like... It didn't look like much when she did. I don't know. That's what's weird. How the fuck did she knock teeth out? Well, if I, it's if it's if it's fake, well played. If it's not, well played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I reckon it wasn't meant to hit him in the face. Like I reckon she was just meant to like hit him in the chest or something. But because it's so heavy, like at one end yeah. and so floppy, it just like stretched into his face. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Oh. Stretched. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take a leak. Just so I let you know. Okay, we'll quickly we do that. that. We can pause it there for a second. No, oh, yeah, we have the technology, right? Yeah, we can pause it or we can... I can keep going and you can fuck off. Yeah, we can just talk in the meantime. Too. There's that too. My walk feels funny. You gave Lance the little tour, you told him... Oh, no, I haven't. Oh. 
It's quite a sport because you've got some coverage. We can pause at any point if you want. Oh, yeah. So things didn't really exactly go to plan. Like, we were running a bit behind in time, but the idea was I was meant to put this... I was meant to shave my beard, put it in a, in a container, and oh, just right. place it on the table, and you were meant to be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> 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 so I'll play along here. What the fuck is... That's a... Uh, have a look. This looks like a, a cup full of pubes now. <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately does. Oh... Uh, I couldn't yeah. get it all, obviously. There's like little bits that I couldn't get. And I was like, this yeah, is a petri dish for a Wookiee. Oh. All we need is a little bit of DNA in a petri dish. Hey, we, and can, we can grow our own Wookiee. I can think we could sell these. Yeah, grow your own Wookiee. Grow your own Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> what are those things? The little uh, sea monkeys around? Sea monkeys, yeah. Yeah, just put like a hair in water and you... <laughs> oh, no, this has been an ad for um, Tui's Extra Dry where he planted his hair in the ground and it grew like a a clone of himself and handed him a beer. Oh, hell yes. Imagine that. Just plant the hair on the ground and it goes self walking. I just oh. realised that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm aware that was there. Uh, so, this is a, this is a DNA Petri dish to grow your own walkie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well played. Well, I think that's going to be like a bit of a theme of the show. I'm just going to chuck that there and every guest is kind of coming to the like, What the yeah, fuck what is the that? What the fuck is that shit? <laughs> so, um... One thing I wanted to point out with us is um, we've always been quite awkward with our greetings whenever we go to give each other a handshake <laughs> or a, a fist bump. Like, we don't know which one it's going to be. You guys so. are fucking hilarious to watch. Well, the only ones that do it, bro. Yeah, I know. It's either going to yeah, either a handshake, a fist bump, you know, anything like that. We always step on each other's feet or <laughs> going for the hug awkwardly or yeah. something happens. It's always oh, weird. Fuck. Yeah. But, I mean, nothing can be as awkward as this. Do you know what this one is? You might know. After being diagnosed with retinal degenerative disease at age 13, Dan Mancina lost his sight at 22 and said goodbye to one of his great passions, skateboarding. We did a little session in the streets of Detroit and now we're going to go meet Dan. And I'm super excited because there's nothing more inspirational than a blind skateboarder. So this is where Dan lives. Oh, don't tell me he's going to try to shake his hand. Knock, knock. Hello. Hey. Hi. How are you? Good. Letters. What's up, man? Good to meet you, brother. Good to meet you, too. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Right. That, yeah, that is, that is up. Yeah, you, got, you don't have an excuse. No. Apart from being old. Well. Trying to give a blind man a fist bump. So Tika always takes the piss out of the fact that she calls me old man, yeah. you're too old, or this, or that. Have you looked um, at his grey hair? <laughs> hey, I own this shit. I've got this going on. Um, now, I keep telling her, and she's, she's, she's just like, uh, I, keep t- I keep telling her, <clears throat> look, growing old is a privilege denied to men. Not everyone gets there. And she's not going to. <laughs> and I'm not going to stop still. <laughs> until you stop. Yeah, yeah until, until I stop. I also taught you another thing that's probably moulded you into the young woman you are today, which I, I apologise to the world about. <clears throat> I said to you, growing old is mandatory. Growing up's a choice. Yeah, yeah you, can, you can blame me for that yeah. one. <laughs> Whoops. That definitely, <laughs> that definitely applies. Actually, maybe you should tell the story about how the whole unique name came by. I should, hey. Yeah. 
I mean, like, it was a long time ago, I've got a bad memory, but I'll give you guys a brief rundown. <laughs> Back when I was, like, not much smaller, but younger, <laughs> I probably even had long hair. Did I have long hair? Uh, not yet. Short hair, you mean? Still short. Yeah. You mean still long? Uh, what did I have short hair? Fuck, <laughs> I don't even remember. Regardless. To be honest, I don't remember you having long hair. Oh, that's because I think I only had it for like one lesson and then I had like short cut off straight away. So anyway, one day we're at Jiu-Jitsu. I think I was probably 15 maybe. Yeah, yeah. About 15 and we're at the, where we used to be at the gym, uh, the rec centre. That's where we used to train. Huh? Just down the road. Yeah, it's just down the road from here actually, yeah. And um, I can't remember how it came about. Basically one day Lance said, it was, I I can't remember how it came about, but basically you just said, you're unique, but not spelt like the word unique is spelt. I can't spell it, so that's why I'm saying the word. <laughs> but you're unique, so Y O U N E E K. It actually spelt it out. And then ever since then, like, I changed my name on Facebook, I changed my name everywhere. It was like, take the unique from then on. And then fucking here we go, like. Mm. And then it just evolved. Like, I always knew it was weird. It was always like a special name mm. that had been given mm. to me by Lance. And. Mm. I don't know how, but it just, it, it evolved into what we wanted to do, what me and Nate wanted to do. Well, my dream has always been to have a race team and well, all that. Yeah, well, you were always doing stuff with your bike and that, and yeah. you are like, one day I want to start a, uh, a shop doing this sort of stuff. And yeah, then... working on it. So that was Unique Customs. That well, was you, were starting to, you were trying to think of a name. Yeah, I was And you were like, you know, what it would be, like, Tease Workshop or something like that. And I was like, why don't you just call it Unique? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the name just completely evolved from there. And now it's, like, pretty much my entire yeah. life. <clears throat> yeah. I can't remember the full story about... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't remember how I it remember, came about. I do remember one thing it being about... Because you didn't like your name. Yeah, yeah. And, and I said, well, you could change it to something really unique. Mm-hmm. You could call yourself unique because you are very unique. You'd probably spell it Y O U N E E K. Yeah, yeah, it was something and like bam, that. Bam! Uh, it yeah. was born. Yeah, yeah. it was you just know, born from there. It was born from me just baffling him with bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so he still like, does that? 10 years, 11 years later? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's been the precedence for our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. yeah, that's how unique came around. Yeah. Oh, weird, eh? Something so small, like a small conversation when I was 15 years old, yep. becomes like my entire life. Better be careful, guys. If you're going to be a coach, these young, impressionable kids. Because <laughs> 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 they might turn it into something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> turn it into shit, a mate. fucking empire, then blame you for it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking good one, eh? <laughs> no, that's, I, I love it, eh? Yeah. Probably, yeah. That was just, it, it was like, it was weird. It was like, Especially because I am so different. Like, and people, even at Jiu-Jitsu, I've had parents ask me, like, over the years, do I wish I was a boy? No. I'm just happy who yeah. I am. Like, yeah. I am just me. So it was weird because that day, I kind of, it's nearly like, as weird as this is, no, no kind of like, what do you call that shit? Religion evolved. But it was nearly like I was, like, born again type mm. thing. Like, mm. you know, my sensei at the time, it's still like my sensation, <laughs> it gave me this, gave me this name and I'm like, fuck. He's right, eh? I'm unique, but like not the normal kind of unique. Yeah, don't ever change. <laughs> so I was like, it was like, yeah, it sort of became me. Yeah, just weird, eh? I think, I think when you came to us, I wouldn't say you were lost. You knew who you were. You just didn't know how to break out. Yeah. You, you, you looked very much to me like you re- reminded me of me when I was a bit younger. 
because I, I felt like you wanted to express yourself and get my out. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. through jiu-jitsu, you can do that as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, I just, like, all I did, all I did take was just show you how to embrace yourself. But you also, it's the confidence factor as well that you wouldn't have probably realised you were giving me, but you were giving me that confidence. And that's, you're probably right. Because that really, when I started Jiu-Jitsu, that's probably when I started actually being me openly, if that makes sense. Because you're right, like I was held in at that point. It was all held within me. And to be honest, like, I'm not trying to big note the gym or anything like that, but I think you were just around the right people at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Especially Laney and the boys, like, and my best mate, Jacob, who was actually, who got me into it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just the right people. Yeah, you know, get get the right people around, and, and you know, never never suppress someone's personality, never oppress mm. anyone. You know, just let people blossom the way they want to be. Like, you, you know, yeah, you can you can make a tree form the way you want it to form, but if you let it do its own thing and find its own beauty, yeah, yeah, you know, people are the same. Yeah, yeah, sure. Fuck, that was deep. That's that nice. was that was pretty deep. It's only three quarters of a game. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a nice analogy. <laughs> that was, yeah. No, but it's a good point, but Because yeah. a lot of people, even to this day, probably don't even understand me. No. I, I don't understand you. There, but, there you go. <laughs> I've, I've just stopped trying to figure it yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> but with, but with yeah. like, everything that's happening everywhere else, where, you know, people are like, I feel like I've been born in the wrong body. Like, it's nothing like that with you. It's just No. Like, even though people still probably to this day have asked me that. And it's like, no, I don't, I'm not born in the wrong body. I am just me, guys. Like, this is me. I'm fucking happy with it. And I don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. And, and that's the way to be. Right? Yeah, that's it. You're just unique. That's the way to be. But it's probably thanks to Lance, though, that I'm able to say I don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. Oh, absolutely. So it's liberating. Yeah, yeah, fucking. I don't know what that word means. That means you've been set free. Yeah. <laughs> Did he say that? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'd be this articulate on a bloody podcast, anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's scaring me just as much. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! I mean, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. Shouldn't know what liberating means. That's actually that's. Probably the biggest load of shit I've ever heard out of <laughs> So what, what Tika is, is humble. Okay. She, she has good values in that respect. Like, I like humble people. I think that's why we get along. Yeah. I can't stand people that like to go and big note their own achievements. Like, mm. fucking good on you. Like, why are you putting it in my face? Yeah. yeah. Like, if yeah. I see it and, and, um, and congratulate you on it, then fine. Yeah. You know, but, you know, walking around and, you know, being all that, you know, that's 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 not a good human being to me. That's, nah. why, I like, that's why I like people like GSP. Mm. You know, he was he was my hero in, in the UFC because probably one of the most humble champions that I had witnessed uh, come through any fighting thing. You know, um, yeah, humble's great. Yeah. So yeah. you're humble. You are not fucking stupid. <laughs> you're a fucking aircraft engineer. Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately, she's an aircraft engineer. Yeah. Genuinely, yes. So. Does she run around the mat going, yeah, I'm on an airplane? Yeah, she does. She's a fucking idiot, but she's not stupid. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's a very different thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that was yeah. well, well described. Yeah. Fucking idiot, but not stupid. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the articulation is gone. Now I've gone back down to very, very easy words. <laughs> so that's the other thing I love about your gym, which is the uh, Jiu-Jitsu studio, for people that don't know. But, yeah, JGS. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, you've always uh, enforced the kind of thing like keep the egos out of the door yeah yeah. leave it at the door before you come in yeah uh, you know I'm sure there's a few people that have come in with a big head big ego yeah oh yeah, yeah. and uh, they, don't, they don't stay long no. <laughs> to be honest mm. no nah. um, yeah we've had a few do that look 
I used to teach MMA as well. I started doing that as well, and we we, we had a guys, a couple of guys, had some, a couple of fights, and we did really good, really good. In fact, we started turning heads. <laughs> and um, I only did that just because, like, I just wanted to teach more. Yeah, like, different class, you know. And um, it was it was recommended to me by my coach, my BJJ coach, who's also an MMA coach, Adam McCarthy, he's a really good guy. Um, and he said, "Look, once you got the goods, why don't you teach this stuff?" And, yeah, sure, okay. I did that, and I was just bringing in the wrong element. I know what my vision for my gym was that the average Joe could come in safely and learn martial arts and have fun and meet good people. Yeah. And, you know, like, look, that's work. That's, it's created the culture at our gym where, let's be honest, everyone that steps on their mat, on that mat, within six months, is part of a circle of friends, not a social group that you just go and fight with. No, nah, yeah, it's it's, you know? it's not like that. It's an actual family, like. Yeah, and look, every gym I've ever ever gone into, say we're a family gym, where you know where this, where that. It's like, um, no, you're fucking not. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you can boast those those um, those qualities, man, but like, you're full of shit. Yeah. Um, because you've got this peacock walking around the mat that thinks he's fucking king shit, yeah. that's being the instructor. Yeah. Then he'll have his enforcer over here thinking he, he's king fucking shit yeah. and that you're all just plebs and that we need to bow to you and, and you know, I don't mean bow as in respect with martial arts, but bow to you as in, oh, my God, I want to be you like yeah, you. You're yeah. the best in the world. Yeah. No, you're a fucking knob jockey. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're an absolute tool. Mm. Not going to lie, when you said peacock, I sort of went, huh? Yeah, me. <laughs> no. Continue. <laughs> no, I mean, puffing their chest out and, you know, yeah. Yeah. saying, look at me, look at me. Yeah. Um, if, if you truly want an ego-free gym, um, then you have to boast it yourself, man. Like, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I don't profess to be anything special. I'm just a guy that's done the journey before you. I want to show you how to do it. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, and I think if you can do that, if you can truly, if you can truly put your... Your your ego and your your um, I guess what's the other word for it? Uh, anyway, if you can just put your ego aside, personally, like truly, then people are going to follow you that are good people. Yeah. yeah. If you can't put your ego aside, people are going to follow you that have the egos themselves. Yeah. yeah. What type of gym are you going to follow? Yeah, exactly. Fuck shit one. Yeah. Well. It's not shit for that kind of person. Well, you know, yeah. if you've got a massive ego and you want to go to a gym where they've got massive egos and just punch fuck out of people, yeah. you know, power to you, man. Like, well, they're the people that are probably going to start shit with others thinking that if they get them back, they're going to yeah, destroy them. Yeah, I guess yes and no. Just know that, look, every gym has its spot for every person. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, all I'm saying is that if you, if you say that you have a family... Like feel to your gym, and you, there's an ego-free feel to your to your gym. Then like, it. prove it. Yeah, like action, not not just fucking. You need words, to actually you know? have yeah. that. So yeah, I've been to many gyms, and to to be honest, I've found a lot of gyms like ours that have been, just been beautiful gyms. Yeah, like beautiful people, great people. Hmm. Um, FMJJ being one of them. You know, yeah. been out of judge, like they're, they're just beautiful people. Um, but badasses as well, man. Like they'll yeah. fuck you up and smile. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but. Uh, they'll also coach you along the way, you know. Yeah. Whereas I've been at other gyms that just say, "Who are you? How long have you been training? What do you do?" And then you tell them, "I go," Phew. and they yeah. try to punch your face in. Yeah. I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna fucking choke your neck. I'm gonna go home and not come back." Yeah. You know, I mean, so. I try to punch your face in, but it's just a bit different. You've got me a couple times. I have. I have. I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. 
I mean, that's the... Uh, you, you notice that a lot, especially when white belts come through too. Like, the, you know, obviously they're long on confidence because it's their first lesson in, but you've got to sort of reassure them that, look, we're, no one's judging you here. Like, right. we understand, like, this is your first time and we've all been there. Yeah, yeah, well, we've all been a white belt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Man, I, what I would do right now to be a white belt. And, no, I'm uh, no, I'm serious, I'm serious. Yeah. Because <clears throat> you get to a certain stage, and you guys will know this now. Excuse me. Just <clears throat> coughing into my microphone. Um, <laughs> Uh, when you're a white belt, I'm not expected nothing. No. Yeah, that's I, true. I walk on that mat every night, and everyone looks at me. And goes, <laughs> Teach me. Yeah. Like, show me what you know. Pour your knowledge into me right now. Yeah. And sometimes you're out there, and it's like, oh, I just prefer if you showed me something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything so, I feel sometimes when you're not there and I'm there to take classes, yeah. I'm like, fuck, I need to come up with something here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm human. Sometimes I need a day off. Yeah, well, that's um, it. But, but yeah, I, oh man, you know what? Being a white belt is the best in the best feeling in the world because mm. it's scary, it's inspirational, yeah. it's it's emotional, it's every time you go, you're learning something. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You know, like fuck yeah, bring that on. You mm. know, uh, a friend of mine recently <clears throat> was speaking to me. Um, she called me the other day and, and she was like, how you doing? Um, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm hanging off that thing through a breakup. Ugh. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> Love the way you break that up. Yeah. Um, how you doing? How, you know, how you feeling? Blah, blah, blah. And, um, oh. Is there another one? Oh, yeah, they're, they're in the fridge. Oh. So, yeah. What? In the middle of a story? No, oh, wait. Um, well, you cracked that one, I have the other one. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, she's showing me out to the hack door, and I said, yeah, I'm hanging around. And she goes, so, second degree black belt in Kempo. I'm like, yeah. Black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Security trainer. Yeah. What's next for Lance Johnson? Hmm. I'm like... That's a tough question. I'd really like to be able to wear a white belt. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what? Oh, in like a different life life. Yeah. And she said, what? What? Like, well, why? You just got this fucking black one. It took you 12 years. <laughs> Wear it with pride. I'm like, oh, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm, like, I'm proud of it. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Mm. But um, like, I'd love to be a white belt. Step on that where I know nothing. Yeah. And she's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, why would you want that? I'm like, because it's the, that's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. And she, and, and she said something to me that I kind of went, yeah, okay, cool. You get it. You, you understand what I'm saying? She goes, mm. only a white belt could say that. Yeah. I'm like... Well, wow, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, you're right. Because when you're coming through the ranks, all you're all you're focused on is that black belt. Yeah. Well, I can understand as well. Like you can never get that white belt feeling again because even though you go to a different different style, they still sort of copy really a bit nice. of uh, a. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 everything of sort of like collides. Yeah, like you always have something that you already know. I mean, surely, know. like okay, you go to like a Muay Thai class, it might teach you to kick a bit differently to what you're used to or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, at the same at the same time, it's like the same. Fundamentals of the yeah, kick, like right, right. It, the kick doesn't change; it's just done in a different style. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Well, I still remember my first lesson. We were doing push kicks up against the wall, and I was—I had no idea. That was his first lesson. We did push kicks against the wall. Yeah, right. But <laughs> I remember everyone made me feel welcome, and uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Do you remember? I don't remember that. Uh, hey man, I don't remember last week. <laughs> you know, I just want to pick up a block before you say it. Yeah. <laughs> well played, yeah. I didn't even get that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Still quick. Yeah. yeah. You want to go grab the other drinks? Yeah, sure. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. Alright.
Yeah, yeah be, be kind too, don't be too <laughs> brutal. Yeah, just, uh, you put the brakes on her. What's yeah, she going to do now? Yeah, you didn't say anything about that before. <laughs> so I need to get one of these unique t-shirts too. Boy. Fucking oath, you do. We're going to get some what the fuck t-shirts yeah. too. Fuck yeah, what the fuck. Um, yeah, invite me over for a podcast and give me a fucking t-shirt. Gives me a petri dish for a Wookiee though. For a what? Oh, for a... <laughs> <laughs> that's just creepy as fuck, it's, eh? it's fucking gross, man. It's it gross, because yeah. it kind of looks like pubes, too. Yeah, that's what I said. It's like <laughs> a jar of pubes, man. That's a lot of pubes. Though. It's disturbing. I don't know why we need to have a jar. How big is your sack? <laughs> um, pretty small. Thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Missing that part. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but I've got bigger balls than most, man. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> can, can, can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Good stories, boss. Yeah. I, I like the dog I, collar. Yeah, like it, it was funny, like, because when, when he asked me that question, I was like, Jesus, what, what have I seen? You He's know? fucking full of good questions, but Yeah, what have I seen? <laughs> and then that just popped in my head. Oh, there's kids, man. How because, old would you have been? Oh, of course, not that long ago. Um, well, no, it was only about five years ago. It's when I was with Sam. Yeah, it's only about like five years ago, right? Yeah. Um, I walked down the park because I was I had those uh, radio control planes used to fly. Right? Yeah, 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 I remember that. Saw down the park and I saw them. Yeah. Do we even have them anymore? Yeah, I've got a few. I don't, I, uh, yeah, half of us have a storage of my place, but um, with, with working full time and running the gym, I just don't have time for that shit anymore. You know? Nah, I feel ya. I mean, I've got a few of the helicopters and that. Not yeah. many because it costs money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, every time you crash, fuck. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So I don't, we don't really, yeah. That's why, that's one of the reasons the podcast takes so long to start. You know what it's like with motocross and shit. Oh man, it's full on. Yeah. Let's to, to race those side, side cars. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I don't know what it's like. You're, you're on the road ones, eh? Yeah. Yeah, Thank yeah. You, yeah, yeah, I loved it. It was, it was such a fucking badass thing to do. Like, uh, I, I still, I still look back at that with pride, you know? Yeah, yeah. I got into that by accident. Much like my gym. I, my gym started by accident. Yeah. The actual um, gym. <clears throat> yeah. What do you mean? Well, I was helping teach. Yeah. And that was enough for me. And then my ex-wife and my best mate said, oh, will you teach us? I'm like, yeah, okay. So I borrowed some mats, wrapped them down in my shed. Yeah. <coughs> oh, yeah, that's how that started. Yeah. And then my ex-wife, Linda, she uh, she told her friends at work that she was doing it. And they're like, oh, will you teach our kids? I'm like, oh, maybe. <laughs> so look. I guess. So I got a couple of kids come down, and then there was like six more the next week. Doing it, I'm like, my shed's not that big. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to quickly go out and fork out a couple of grand for mats, and then hire the local rec center, which is what's uh, yeah. what was it. And um, yeah, I started there, and then like just just blew just up. Blew up. Yeah. You know, within a couple of months, I had to double the mat size, and then you know, within two years, we upgraded the rec center, and I went to the old place. And yeah. Started the uh, the uh, defensive arts academy. That's what we were yeah. first known as. And um, we're there for close to 10 years. Then I moved to this place and did a rebrand to the jiu-jitsu studio. Yeah. Just through evolution. And that's what we're doing now. It's just jiu-jitsu. So, yeah. you know, not that I wouldn't bring something else on. I'd love to have another art there. Something that I don't have to teach. So I can wear a white belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make the time slot for it though then. Yeah, yeah. At the moment, because of everything I've just been going through my life the last sort of like three to four weeks, um, I've decided to make time for me. 
Yeah. yeah. Rather than just make time just for other people in the gym and stuff like that. So. But it is a challenge, like coming from people yeah. who also run a business Correct. and yeah, a race team. A hundred percent. It could be a challenge just to find time for you. Yeah, yeah. And like this, like this today. This is probably. I saw this as a blessing in disguise. Like I've got out of my norm. I've come over here and seen you guys. We've never hung out like no. this before. Like no. I've never no. something like that. Yeah. I've known you for a long time. No. We hung out like me and you before neighbors around would be like at parties, and we used to also have get-togethers a lot yes, yes. for the club. Like, because like we say, it's like a family, you know. Yeah. We would always have get-togethers every couple of months, but just over the years, like people get busy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People grow up and get busy. Yeah, man. Like adults, what the fuck's that about? Yeah, fucking shit. Especially how the world is now too, with the whole virus and everything going around. I mean, we. I feel so uh, grateful that we even can sit here and, and have a chat. Absolutely. Oh, considering, yeah. considering everywhere else, I mean, people are still locked up. And it's yeah. probably the first time in my lifetime where I've gone, wow, it's been really beneficial to be in the most isolated city in the world. Oh, absolutely. Oh, fucking oath. Although you're saying that we do love isolation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, us introverts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean, like, in general, like, being away from people. Yeah, you get that chance just to get out of it, you know, out of the hustle and bustle. That's yeah. it, yeah. I, that's why I love Perth, man. Like, I almost moved to Queensland years ago. Mm. Um, it was for family, but it was also for a girl, and that was bad. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was dumb. Yeah, I got an ex-wife, and I'm saying anyway. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Perth is it's, it's where it's at. I couldn't imagine it's living good. in a big, massive city. I mean, like... Even when you think of like Los Angeles or something like that, where the whole city has the same population as the whole of Australia, it's like oh, you can't even. Yeah. I can't even fathom that. Me neither, man. Like that's that, that's and that's just that's one crazy. city. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd love to visit it, but I don't. I don't think I could live. You know, fuck, stay in there. Sydney was bad enough for me with people. Oh yeah, Sydney. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, that's pretty full on. Huh? The traffic, the traffic just does your head in too. Like, yeah, because I was driving there. Yeah, yeah but have like, you driven in Melbourne? We no, haven't been to Melbourne. Haven't yeah, been so the to very Melbourne. first time I went to Melbourne, I drove. Yeah. And I did drive across. I, I hired a car, right? Yeah. Hook turns. Mmm. Is that Melbourne? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort right. your shit. So they have the trams yeah. in the middle of the road, right? Yeah. I get it now. Mm. I couldn't grasp it when I was there in the car because it just feels like you're going to smash into shit. Yeah. Okay, it just doesn't make sense. So you've got your trams in the middle of the road, okay? And you're travelling down this road, but you want to turn right at a set of lights. You can't just turn right. You have to go in front of the traffic that stopped at the red light to go across the road, all right, and then become part of that traffic when it becomes a green light. That is so weird. So what? you're stopping. While you've got a green light, you stop in front of this one, yeah. and then you turn in with them when they go green. The fuck? Yeah, I saw that's, Yeah. That's no, I still Melbourne, don't get it. Sort your shit. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? You can yeah. imagine that's what we would have been like if they kept the trams and well, we, they're talking about bringing them back. I think it's just a shit idea. <laughs> we were going to go to Melbourne to go to the Supercross last. I love Melbourne. Yep. I, look, besides driving and fucking hook turns, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, I, I always really enjoyed Melbourne. I used to go there once a year, remember, for the Wilmachado Nationals. Yeah. The, Nationals. Um, the last few times I went was just to help referee there. But um, I, I, I don't know. The city, I love visiting it. Is it busy, yeah. like Sydney? Like... Uh, look, it, it is, but it's so fucking big, it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. There's space, yeah. you know? So, I don't know, man, I love the place. Yeah. Like, I, I miss Melbourne. Um, uh, I've got a few friends over there now as well, because of, well, I was going over there for almost a decade, so uh, such a cool place. But probably just, not going to be going like, anytime soon. I'll grab a cab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah. Probably not going to be going anytime soon, but... Yeah, no, borders will be shut for a bit, yeah. So, yeah, fuck Vic- Victoria, I feel for you guys. Like, you know, hang in there. I think I they're guess. in the shittest spot of all, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, poor buddies. Yeah, my dad's in uh, New South Wales and he's stuck there. And it's pretty bad because uh, uh, my brother's fiancée, she's due in a couple of weeks. Oh, and yeah. he's not going to be able to see no. his, yeah, he's first, come over. his first uh, granddaughter. Or first grandchild. Oh, grandchild in fine. general, yeah. yeah. Uh, until until New South Wales opens up, so which I suspect won't be for quite well, a while. I don't know. New South Wales could open up, and then we have to open up. Yeah, it's not just us because he has to go. To, like we have quarantine here still. Well, yeah. our borders are shut. Yeah, you're not going to get in right now. Yeah. And coming out of aviation, I can tell you, it's going to be like that for a while with flying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shit's yeah. not ramping back up. No. Not for a bit. Nah. Yep. Nah, so it's going to be stuck for a while. It's tough. Yeah. But. Yeah, it is what it is. I tell you what, though, it it uh it opened our eyes to a lot of things, didn't it? Oh, yeah, fucking oath. Yeah, the don't thing take is, fucking uh, life for granted, guys. It could be taken at any moment. Yeah, it did. It opened your eyes to a lot of shit, eh? What's the uh, what's that band's name? Bring Me the Horizon brought out a song recently called Parasite Eve. Right. And I think one of the lines of the song was, uh, "When we forget the infection, we'll re- remember the lesson." Mm. Hey, I like that. That's rad. That's, yeah. that's cool lyrics. I like yeah. it. Was that's that written cool. before or after COVID? That was right as COVID. Like, it only just came out. Like, a couple it was. It was as. Weeks wasn't, ago. Yeah, wasn't it as COVID before COVID happened? They wrote no, that. No, it was right. It was only just got released not long ago. So they probably wrote it oh. as it was hitting. That's yeah. a rap band. I like. I like it. Yeah, yeah so that's like, a good lyric. Like, it does make sense. Like, will we remember the lesson once once the infection? I don't know. Is it's done? a good question. Will we? Well, I tell you what. I, I love that sound. <laughs> headphones, man. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Can I borrow this? <laughs> you know what? You know what? Let's cheers to the first episode. Hey. Oh, yeah! For, for, for beginnings. Yeah. You! All we hear is swallowing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did just hear that. Mouth noises. Put a bit of music on it. <laughs> yeah, bring me, bring, me, bring me the horizon. Good band. I like, I yeah. like the heavy stuff. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really pissed. I didn't. I forgot to bring my guitar to show you. That's all right. Once, uh, once the mic's cool down, we can uh, jump on and fuck yeah. Um, there we go. Because looking at the ones you've got, man, like you, you will love this new axe I have, man. Yeah. Oh fuck. It's um. So I used to play in like uh, like garage bands with, with my friends, right? <laughs> I, I played in a gigging band um, called Blue Metal because we were like a cross between hard rock and blues. Yeah. And we've played a few gigs, and that was fun. It's a fucking rad feeling. But I played bass, so I was really uninspired. It wasn't my... Not that I don't like bass, don't get me wrong. I fucking love hearing bass in, in things like metal. I just, like, listen to that. That's fucking thumping, and it's really good. Mm. But I don't... I didn't... I'm a guitarist. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't a bassist, so I was playing it just because I needed a bass player, and I thought, well, that'd be a cool experience, you know, to, to play gigs and shit. It was really... Which was fantastic. Yeah. And then I left that. And a, a bunch of friends of mine that were like were a, a very very close uh, circle of friends. Uh, Bill was a drummer, um, very good drummer. And in fact, he's in a, in a really good uh, band right now. Check them out, guys. Electric State. They they they're going places. Electric yeah, so. State. Okay. Electric State. Um, I still haven't been able to go to their gigs. I've been so bloody busy with everything I do that every time they pay a gig, I'm fucking at the gym or God damn it, wonder. Bill, boys, I will get there one day. I promise, guys. I will come down. It's that old chestnut. Life happens. Yeah. yeah. So Bill wants to get me out of retirement and get me back on my guitar, and he said, "Let's fucking go to a rehearsal studio and just jam out for a few hours." So you should come down, man. You'll love it. You'll love yeah, it. that'd be good. Um, so that kind of inspired me to go. All right, I got to pull my guitars out. 
Yeah, so I pulled my guitars out and I was just, it felt so lackluster. I did lose, I've lost a lot of, well, a lot of skill, but I did lose the passion for the instruments. Mm. So I went, all right, I would love to be able to play guitar again the way I used to, yeah. right? Because honestly, I didn't pull them out. I hadn't played an electric guitar for somewhere around seven years. I just tinker with my cues to get around again. And even that's kind of a little lackluster. But... Yeah. So I pulled these things out. Fuck this shit. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy myself a new guitar. I'll sell three and buy one good one. Yeah. Right? So I was looking around and I went to the sound, sound center in Morley. Shout out to Sound Center in Morley. This is not a paid plug, but you guys are the fucking routers for guys on the planet. It's so good. Best equipment, best service. Honestly, best service I've ever had in a music studio. Have we been there? Uh, not Sound Center, no. We've been Mega Music and Cosmic. Uh, Cosmics. Yeah. Cosmics. Yes, it is. Pretty crazy too. It is, yeah. Your own. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good luck to them. Yeah. Which one's so, the one with the plane? That's, that's Cos- Cosmic. They don't have the plane anymore, though, I don't think. Oh, shit. Mega Music, great guys. Yeah. Yeah, good, good service there, too. Just, uh, just of late, I've been going just to Sound Center, because once I went there, I would never go anywhere else. Actually, yeah. The service was amazing. When I went to Sydney to visit my dad a couple of years back, I was like, oh, they must have, like, wicked uh, music shops there. Um, the last big music store they had was Billy Hyde, and it's shut down. Wow, really? Fucking hell. And they have no big music shops. They because have, like, of COVID, or was it before that? No, no way before that. Wow. I think Billy Hyde was closing for, like, five years. We got that drum set from well, Billy Hyde close to ten years ago. I was ago. about to say, kid, man. We've, yeah. even, we've even had music stores here closing down a lot. Haven't we lost a fair few? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. I, I don't like seeing any business close, man, because uh, only one. I'd, yeah. I know the heartache and, and I know the blood, sweat, tears that truly goes into it. Yeah. Like, my gym is on the bones of its ass all the time because I deliberately kept it small for so long. And now, yeah. Now I kind of go, yeah, kind of fucking yourself over here, buddy. So it's, it's time to grow. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a, it hurts my soul when I see businesses close. Mm. It's not easy to grow either. No, it's not. One business owner to another. But sorry, <laughs> going back to uh, Stan. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. We are uh, sort of diverge down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, back to Sound Center. You... Right, yeah. So yeah. I went to Sound Center and, and uh, I was looking at these guitars and I saw this one online and I went, yeah, I've got to check that out, right? Because it said in, it was in store. Yeah. And a guy came out, really nice guy. I'm trying to remember his name. Anyway, he comes out and goes, can I help you? I said, yeah, I'm looking for a specific guitar. Um, I want to, I play mostly metal, but I want something, you know, Along so along those lines, I saw this new Ibanez Axiom that you've got. It's one of these ones, and he goes, um, "I just sold the last one of those like an hour ago." That's always the case, isn't like, it? Bruh, you're killing me! What the <laughs> fuck? And he goes, "What about one of these ones?" I went, "Man, no, that's that's the one I want to check out." And he goes, "I tell you what, let me go and get it because it's still here. It was on layby, mm. and it's um, it's one of the guys who works here. It's his brother that bought it." So I'll see if he'll still let you play it. I went, yeah, sure. Like, I'm not going to ruin it, I promise. So he goes and asks. And then I went, yeah, fuck yeah, no worries, just grab it. So he grabs it, brings it out. Now, being a guitarist yourself, Nate, you'll understand this. About 20 years ago, I picked up a guitar, just picked it up in a music store, and I went, holy shit. This is the guitar I have to have. Yeah. It just fit my hands. It felt amazing. My fingers were lightning fast on it. Mm. It's like everything about it fit, right? And of course, I couldn't afford it. Yeah. So I went back on the shelf and I never saw one again. I can't even remember what guitar it was. Mm. 
right? So I've been looking for that guitar, not that specific guitar, but that type of guitar, that feel again, right? And so it's been a decade, an <laughs> easier decade. Right? I walk into Sound Center, he brings this thing out to me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's the one. And I'm like, I see it in the flesh, and it's almost like, oh. <laughs> yeah. um, you can you can make that sound better later on. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Hold on, wait, do it again, do it again. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so that's what it did. <laughs> like this beacon of light. And he's got this big cheesy grin and I've got this big cheesy grin. He passes it to me and I sit down on the stool. And without playing it, I went, this is the guitar. <laughs> I've been waiting for this guitar for a decade. And I started playing it. And I said, oh, look. I, he goes, I'll plug you in. I said, I haven't played for seven years. I can't play anymore. Hmm. And he goes, that's right. Just sit, sit there and we'll, we'll grab some headphones or something. I was like, oh, okay, so... I sit there and start picking away. Stay right ahead? No. <laughs> I, I don't do that. No. I don't do that. <laughs> no, it's illegal. No, I went straight into, uh, I believe it was, um, what was it, the Metallica song? What was it? Uh, jump of the Fire. I went straight to Jump of the Fire. Because mm. I just thought I just get the fingers warmed up. Yeah. yeah. And then I started playing some Kill Switch Engage. Mm. And he just went, oh, I love that song. And, he, and without even thinking, he just turned up the amp. Oh. Yeah, and I'm sitting there playing away. I was like, oh, dude, what the fuck? And I went, man, this thing plays itself. Yeah. Like, I kind of looked around and expected, you know, that the guy next to me was playing the song I was playing because it was just, hey, I can play this thing. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, right, fuck, I have to get one. Right. Now, this thing was on special, like a fucking stupid special. So it was like a, $2,299 guitar, you know, 2300 bucks. And it was on, on sale for like, I think it was like, what was it, 1600 No, it was 1200 It was ridiculous. Fuck, that's a big it, sale. It was a massive, massive sale, right? I can't, I can't remember exactly what I want to pay for it, but it was, it, was, it was a little over a grand. Yeah. And I went, yeah, I want one. So he goes to order it. He goes, oh, all you want. Yep, sweet. I said, I'll put a deposit down right now, no problem. I said, I'll pay for a thing, I don't care. Right? Yeah. And uh, he goes to order it, he comes back and he goes, look, man. Um, Boris his name's Boris really nice guy he's got glasses what a fucking name mate. Ah, he's a legend Boris is great um, and he goes look uh, we have a bit of an issue I'm like what and he goes um, so that price that that guitar was at was actually not supposed to be that guitar Ibanez had stuffed up uh, I was going to uh, say that sale just sounds too good yeah, to be true and I've gone you're fucking joking he goes no mm. And he go, I said, how much is it? He goes, it's 2300 bucks. I'm just like, oh, no, fuck. stick it back on the shelf, brother. Mm. I can't afford it. I wanted it because it was that price. Yeah. yeah. He goes, nah, I'm going to see if I can get you one. Oh, all right. <laughs> I said, yeah, I still put a deposit down if you want. He goes, yeah, put a deposit down, put like 500 bucks down. Right? So he goes, I'll give you a buzz in a couple of days. Mm. Yeah, sweet. So he gives me a buzz. He goes, Lance, I've got some news for you. Uh, your guitar's in. And I got it for that price. I'm like, oh, fucking badass. <laughs> so I literally went in like that, that oh. day. There you go, man. Got it. I've got yeah. this beautiful, beautiful Ibex guitar. That is that's some, awesome. That's a yeah. fucking good price. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and, and it's designed to be in drop D standard. Yeah. So it's like every song you can play on normal tuning is just it's down a step. It's so good, man. I love yeah. it. That yeah. was the one you were going to bring? Yeah, yeah. Age. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've been as eight string I got there. I saw a video on YouTube. This guy playing, uh, playing like a Skrillex song. I think it was like Bangarang or something. Mm-hmm. He had this eight string guitar, and I was like, "Fuck, that is so cool!" 
This is like 2012. And uh, so an eight string in 2012 would have been like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, amazing, I was like, got to get me one of those. So I went down a cosmic. It's a harp with a neck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went. I think it was cosmic. Yeah, I went to there, and I found the guitar, and I was like, cool, tried it out, and I was like, all right. And this is, I was like, at first, or second year apprentice at the time, so I was like, I'm gonna pay for this guitar. Literally, like, I think it was fourteen hundred bucks, and I think I only had just over that much. But I thought you were gonna say you had like fifty bucks. I was on a fortnightly pay schedule, so I I knew that I'll get paid that week, and then I'll go buy the guitar, and then I'll be fucked for two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) So then, I put. Well, I didn't know the old trick of you know when you do like an F boss machine, if you press check, you can go over the a thousand dollar limit. So the guitar was fourteen hundred, so I was like fully excited to pick it up, and I did the thing. It's like burnt, rejected. And I was like, "Fuck, I got a limit on a thousand bucks." So all right, so now you got to uh, pay half and half. So I did yeah. uh, whatever the limit was then, a thousand bucks. Then day, the next day and I came then, in. Yeah, next day going. The next four hundred bucks, brought it back, and I was like, "Yay!" I realized, oh, I can't play this. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally different. And then I was like, "Fuck, I got now need money." <laughs> I was like seriously considering putting it up on Gumtree Ooh, and uh, for whatever reason I didn't didn't end up doing it and I'm, I'm glad I didn't because fucking awesome guitar like. yeah that's rad man that's yeah. fucking badass <laughs> and you can, you can play it now yeah I bet you can I was looking at it earlier going fuck that's a fat net like I've got I've got ridiculously large hands I don't know what you can tell with this <laughs> well, it um, is. but I'm looking at that going I don't think I'll fucking fit around that thing it's so strange you play the 8 string and then you go back to the 6 string and you're just like Feels, feels yeah, with the rest of the guitar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I love, I love the uh, the Zach Wild. That's, that's that's. Yeah, you were saying before when you were uh, out yeah. about the Zach Wild when you first got in. Yeah, yeah. I um. They're the active VMGs too, right? I only just put them in. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty new. Right? Came, oh, they're new ones. It came with passives. Um, because oh, the Epiphone one, not the Gibson. Oh uh, yeah, okay. And then uh, I was like, you know, I got to um fork out, and I got the proper yeah, the active yeah, VMGs. Yeah. I want to I want to change all the pickups in my iPads already. Yeah, like it's got it's got these. Uh, what's it? Uh, Are they humbuckers? Yeah, but they're Demasio. Demasio? No, Seymour Duncan. Seymour Duncan. Yeah, Duncan. I think they're Seymour Duncan. That doesn't even sound fucking English. Seymour Duncan. Oh, okay. When you say it's a dude's name. No, it sounds like fucking Simpsons. There might be Demasio actually. Hmm. Um. And they're nice, beautiful, very, very clear, but uh, for the way I like to play, I need that kind of little bit of grunt. Yeah. So I'm thinking about buying a Bernuckle pickup and just replacing the one in the um, in the bridge. Mm. So when I really want to get it like chunky, I can fucking hammer it. Yeah. So yeah, Bernuckles apparently are badass, so I'm not going to put one of them in. What are they worth? About 300 bucks a pole. Yeah. But they're really cool. You can actually design your own pickup. Yeah. So the, the way it looks. Yeah, right. Yeah. So if you get on the bare knuckle pickup site sometime, just have a look on there and you can actually pick up, you, you can you can look up what style of music you want to play and then what kind of, uh, I guess, power output you want from your pickup and stuff like that. Then whether you want a neck pickup or a bridge pickup. And then you can yeah, even sure. pick what color cover. Like or, customize oh, shit man, out of that. fucking awesome. That's rad. Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah, that'd be sick. I, want, I, want, I don't know what I want. I sent a furry yellow. Uh, was it an Ibanez when we were at the shop? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was an Ibanez? Or it could have been a Jackson. Yeah, it was one of them. 
But I don't like Jackson Tars. I think they're too. It was too yellow and it looked fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> I, a, a friend of mine, when I was when I was in that garage band, one of my the second one, um, he had a Jackson. And I'll tell you what, man, he could play that fucking thing. It was good. Yeah. It sounded great. He also had a Marshall DSL behind it, though. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've been a fan of Marshall since he bought that. I'm like, fuck, that, that amp, just, that's the amp. Yeah. You know, like, that's the guitar, but, like, that's the amp, you know? Yeah. I've always wanted one. And then when I recently, because I, I bought that guitar, yeah. took it home, and I went, I've got a Line 6 uh, amplifier at home, yeah. and I've got a, an old Ibanez 100-watt um, solid-state um, head and cap yeah. at my mate's place so that's his place I thought fuck man this sounds like shit through this fucking amp it doesn't do the guitar justice what's the point mm-hmm. so I went right zip pay yeah. <laughs> okay so yep. I went back to sound center and uh, looking for amps and there's fucking no one in Perth had any, any amps really around at the moment so I thought well I wanted a Hughes and Kettner yeah. no one in Australia is an agent for him anymore mm-hmm. so it's too hard to get yeah so I was looking to spend around, you know, 15, 15 to 1800 bucks. Uh, one of these shoes in I couldn't get one. Fuck, it's fuel. Yeah. Could have got one from the US, but it would have cost me yeah. mega bucks by the time Fucking I got here. heaps. So I went in the sound center and I said, look, this is what I wanted. This is why. And he goes, oh, fuck that. Just buy the Black Star then. Yeah. I went, really? He goes, yeah, come and have a listen. He's, now, this kid's name's Ollie. Yeah. He, he's helped me a few times at the sound center. Very, he's a cool guitarist. He's a fucking rad dude, man. <laughs> I walk in there, he's got this like, um, 80s like um, rock you know type snakeskin jacket on and shit like that and yeah. like, he's a fucking rad dude I love it yeah. um, he's like a, he's like an 80s rocker he's yeah. so cool really nice kid and uh, he, he said oh, what, what what guitar have you got and I went that one right there and I had one in stock he said cool so he took that took it down to the amp plugged it in and he showed me this amp like front to back mm. went right through all its features and shit and I'm like Holy shit. Yeah. This thing's fucking awesome. And I said, when you get this setting here, duh, 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 that sounds like a Marshall. It's because they're made by Marshall. He goes, we're right. He said, so there's three guys that used to work at Marshall that had these ideas. And they said, hey, Marshall, we've got these ideas. Let's do this. And they're like, no, we're Marshall. Yeah. We'll just stay the way we are. Yep. Everyone loves us. We don't have to do shit. Mm. So they went, cool. We're going over here, yeah. and we're going to make this. Yeah. We're going to call it Black Star. I'm going to blow you out the fucking water, and that's what's happened, man. This yeah. amp is phenomenal. Yeah. My cab is, is a, it's, a, it's a twin cab, right? So uh, two twelves. Yeah, it's a little bit bigger than that um, combo you've got there. Yeah, um, just in the cab, yeah. and then the head, and the head's quite small. When you look at the head, you go, oh, that's like a, like a fifty watt head. Uh, it, it is, but it's Fuck, it's loud. It bounced, like, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So it's all valve, yeah. right? And like, but it's got this button where you can reduce it from, uh, f- uh, hang on, 50 watt? Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 50 watt. Right, and then you can you can push this button and it goes to 10% of the, of the power. Yeah. yeah, right. Right, so, and the way they've done the circuitry for it is you still get the warmth of the valve sound without having to crank the fucker up to get the, the sweet spot, right? Yeah. So you push this thing, five watts, sweet, you crank it up a little bit, but if you crank it up just past one, it's still too loud for my fucking house. Yeah. Oh, but no this shit. Thing, yeah, it's called a it's called a HT something rather venue because yeah. you can actually gig with it yeah. without having to PA it. 
Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't realise that, man. I'm like, fuck yeah, you because know, the sound centre's a big place. Yeah, yeah. no shit. <laughs> I get home and I'm like, I just put it on 5 watt and put it to 1 and the, the sliding door next to me starts going... <laughs> 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 I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I had to put this in a different room. <laughs> you know? Well, I know, uh, I know Line Star cops, uh, what the hell am I saying? Line, six. Line 6 cops a lot of shit, but mm. I mean, like, because I don't like play professionally or anything, so, I mean... Like when I did do shows and that were with um, Music Rocks Australia, who were just yeah. like a, like a, they're basically just like a music school almost, and they come around to like your schools or to wherever you go to their headquarters, and when you do do a gig, they'll book the gig, they'll bring all the equipment, and they had Black Star amps as well, yeah, um, and they just bring your guitar and they'll provide drums or whatever else, um, and that's how that works. So I never actually had to have a gigging amp, so. The Line 6 was always perfect for um, yeah, man, just, for like, sure. practicing stuff or just, like, mucking around. But one thing I do want from Line 6 is their Variax guitars. I don't know if you've seen them. I have. Yeah? Yeah, I have. How awesome are they? I haven't seen one in the flesh yet, though. Yeah? No, only online. Yeah, I've never seen one in the flesh yeah. either. But the guy from uh, 12 Foot Ninja. Yes. Yeah, he plays a Variax guitar. I think yeah. he uh, uses the technology in his Shuriken guitars. Right. And There's some cool features on that guitar. It's fantastic. We'll just active like detune just like yeah. whenever you want just press a button and you can and just like go well, from fucking tweak anything it's just like yeah. push a button drop there you fuck yeah yeah that's all built by line six i mean they they've revolutionized uh, the whole the whole uh amp systems and that they've always been yeah quirky yeah they, they, they think outside the box well actually uh <laughs> literally line six is made by yamaha actually so it's the only yamaha oh, is it? yeah there you go. oh no shit i didn't know that Yep, so uh, they had an amp after the spiders came out that you can plug your iPod into it and it would listen to how the guitar sounded. I've it. got one, it's called an amplifier. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a 150 watt line 6 amplifier. Yeah. yeah, and it would change the settings to make it sound like the song. Yeah, you, you were telling yeah. me about that before. Yeah, so what you do, you, you download this app and that's on my iPad. Yeah. Right, and I stick the iPad, it's actually got a slot you can sit the iPad on. Right? Yeah. So you whack that and that Bluetooth connects to the amp, right? And if I play, say, I don't know, like, uh, like a kill switch engaged song through there, mm. I literally go into my, my iTunes on my, on my iPad, play, say, kill switch engage, like, um, uh, alive or just breathing, right? Yeah. Play that song. It'll download the guitar sound for my guitar so I can play with it. That's fantastic. That's oh, fucking rad. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty dope, eh? Yeah. Hey? But it just didn't take off enough. Yeah. So there's not enough sounds up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but you can create one. Like if you can, if you can match it, if you can take your time, because you you got all the cabs and amps and uh, all that kind of like uh, virtual stuff on there. You can create your own sounds. Yeah. Um, pedals, all everything's already on that app. Yeah, uh, right. On, on that app, um, kind of like garage band type stuff, but yeah. way better. Yeah. Right. Um, so you can create the sounds, and if you can figure out the sound, then you can upload that to the the fucking cloud or whatever it is and everyone can download it yeah, and obviously right. you have your purists there they're like no no that's cheating but I mean yeah. to be fair they do sound like overly compressed that's the biggest problem with that's it that's the part of it yeah digital sound yeah you know, it's what it is what it is yeah I just bought myself have you heard of uh, uh, Horizon Devices no uh, Misha Mansour from oh Periphery yeah, yeah. Ah. so, so he, it's, it's like a brand that he works with or, or maybe he owns it I'm not sure yeah um and they've brought out this thing called Precision Drive. Yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a uh, what do they call it? What's the what's the fuck? I've gone blank. 
What's that green pedal Ivan has brought out years ago? People fucking use them all the time. Uh, it just boosts everything. I know the one you're talking of. <sighs> Tube Screamer. Yeah. Right, so they're a drive type thing. Yeah, Michael has a couple um, modified ones. Right. Yeah. So Misha Mansour took that idea and made it infinitely better. Yeah. Okay, it's fucking expensive. It's like $350 pedal. But mm. uh, it boosts the front of the amp, right? So you can get... You can push your amp, set your, set your settings to your amp. You get this nice metal sound, right? Mm. And you push this fucking button and it puts it on steroids. Yeah. Right? Now, you, it's got this... All the, it's got four buttons on it and, and it's also got a noise gate. So every time you stop playing, you don't get that... Yeah, right. Yeah, I hate and that. it works. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking annoying. Yeah. And it's also got this dial that I really like tweaking right up because I like to be very precise with my picking. Yeah. So I don't like the mushy sound. Um, and you turn this th- tightness up, then, man, and it's just tight. That's awesome. But I'll bring it over on now. You can borrow it, man. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that, coupled with the new amp, is just fucking badass. I think uh, all the sounds that the guys in the periphery have, especially that bass player, uh, what's his name? No, mm. he doesn't play for him anymore, but there's a playthrough of him playing uh, prayer position on bass. And just the tone he gets out of that bass is amazing. Yeah. I was actually showing my uncle uh, last weekend in my brother's baby shower. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, he was blown away too. And then he showed me this uh, this video, and that blew me away. Uh, have you heard of a band called Eagle? No. Uh, neither had we. Neither okay. had we. He goes, this is a, like a weird band. I'm like, uh, I should really should have looked this up. Are they Norwegian or something? They're something like that, yeah. Somewhere up in Europe. Where, Somewhere not here. Where all the freaks are. Not here. Yeah, we're on the opposite end of the spectrum here. It's kind of like a... Do you call it progressive? Um, I don't know if I... Yeah, maybe. It's got... It's I can't keep up with the styles anymore, man. No, I know. Uh, I know, right? Especially Wait, when I... Gent fall into it and everything. Oh, oh, fuck. Gent. Gent is a, is, is a man with a suit and a nice demeanor. <laughs> <laughs> One of the guys at my work is uh, going on about this radio station now. Digital radio station called Triple M. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all they play is just like 90s... 90s like uh, songs yeah well Alice in Chains and that but man I mean, Alice in Chains I haven't listened to Alice in Chains in years bro it's actually amazing Alice in Chains like because obviously mm. Lane Staley died tw- 2004 or something mm. like that mm. um, but they got a new singer now sounds almost exactly the same no really yeah wow they're fantastic and they brought out yeah two albums with them I think and uh, oh that's the new album yeah yeah it's great yeah well worth listening yeah. Have you heard Signal Fire by Killswitch? No. Okay, so do you know Kill, Killswitch? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know how the original uh, single was Jesse Leach? Yeah. Okay, and then they had um, Howard, mm. right? So I think Jesse finished after Alive or Just Breathing, yeah. and then every album after that, up until recently, was Howard, right? Mm. And Howard left, and Jesse was one of the guys that uh, obviously... Came into rehearse, well, not rehearse, was the audition to come back in. <laughs> and they've got the original singer back. No shit. Yeah. And then on, I think it was their last album, I think it's Atonement was their last album. I could be wrong. So don't, don't crucify me just because if I'm wrong. <laughs> I've got it in my car. I'm literally in my mini. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyone want to buy a mini? I'm buying a new car. Oh, my fuck. Fuck, Yeah, you need to buy a new car. I need a new car. I need some kind of like a. Um, manhood? Uh, yeah. Manhood. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you get to a point in life where you no longer need an extension, trust me. <laughs> but uh, it's too small. Anyway. Uh, no, I'm you out it, man. Hang on, we still talking about the mini. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, anywho. Uh, so it's on the album called Atonement 
uh, there's a song called Signal Fire. Yeah. Right? And it's uh, Howard came back for like a cameo thing and he sings it with Jesse. No, oh, wow. Both sing it's fucking rad. That's I'll crazy. have to look that up later. That's really cool. That'll be dope. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I think um, I heard it from someone else. I heard it from Devin Townsend. But it's saying like music is like food. You know, it's like. Because you know how people go, oh, I only listen to like this particular type of music kind of thing. And it's just like, well, he explains it like it's kind of like food. It's like ham and cheese sandwiches are great. But if you had a ham and cheese sandwich for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, yeah. pretty soon you're going to get bored of it. Yeah. So you have to have a bit of variety. And that's how, that's sort of how I'd have treat it as well. Have you listened to Devin Townsend? Not many people have. Not many people have, but seriously recommend it. Okay. Worth a listen. Like, probably one of my favourites to listen to now. It's okay. hard to get into for most people, only because it's, like, really uh, theoretical. Right. Yeah, but it's, like... But it's progressive. Progressive, progressive yeah. Uh, mid-tempo hard rock. Okay. Yeah, well worth a listen. Seriously. I know, I know the name. I know I know the name. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I just... I can't say if I've actually listened to it, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing can stand out. Fucking like, oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Nah, He's fucking good. Like at first, I was a bit like, "Man, eh, this is all right," and then I listened to it the second and third time, and I'm like, "This is fucking good." Yeah. <laughs> well, he explained on his podcast that he tries to keep his career not on the download, but there's like places where his career could have like exploded. But he's, I guess, just anxiety and that gets to him, and he just doesn't want it to. Well, that's a bit like Stevie T. Anxiety is a killer, man. Like, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Any, any, anyone out there that's going through anxiety, man, I, I fucking feel you. Um, yeah. I, I went through it. I still go through it, man. Yeah. Like I, I, I've had days where I couldn't leave my home. Mm. You know? um, but let, let me, oh, like, I'm here to tell you, like, um, you, you can get through it, man. Yeah. Fuck, fuck no, fuck, you can. Fuck, yeah, you can. Yeah. It's, it's tough, yeah. Fuck, of course it's tough. Um, if I can take this, actually, I'll take this opportunity to give you guys a little insight on how I got through it. Because I, many years ago, not long after, so I, I had a, a failed marriage about a decade ago. And then uh, I kind of bottled that and instead of dealing with it. And then I got into a relationship a couple of months later, three or four months later or whatever it was. And I fell hard for this girl and she fucked me over. She, yeah, she didn't, it didn't turn out to be a nice person at all. And uh, I had a breakdown. Now, I didn't even know what that was until then. Now, I, I, I something in my brain snapped. Yeah. And I fell into depression, had chronic anxiety. Like, wake up in the morning, as soon as a thought hit my head, my whole body would shake. I couldn't go to work for three weeks. I couldn't leave the house. Um, I could barely come out of the bedroom. Right? A friend of mine, a regular friend of mine, Shelly, she took me to uh, my auntie's place as a nurse. I stayed there for three weeks. And eventually I went, gave me the tough love thing and said, you've got to fucking pull your head in. And of course, that doesn't work for anxiety. Yeah. No, nah, not really, no. And it doesn't work for me. So I just went, cool, I'm out. So, and I moved into my gym. Remember I was just doing my gym? Yeah, yeah. So I moved there. But I also, uh, I, I went to a doctor and blah, 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 and a psychologist and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short, a couple of years of depression, stuff like that. And I'm sure everyone goes through that these days, but. The way I got out of it was this, and I still do this. I think it's the only reason why I've got to the stage I am now after my recent breakup. Because, fuck, I've been there and done this before, right? Yeah. I know the steps, right? I tried to cheat the steps, and you can't do that. Okay, you can't do that. Your mind and your heart will tell you when the step is finished and go to the next one. Right? Yeah. Um, but here it is, look. 
if you're struggling with like dark thoughts or depression or anxiety, something like that, social media is your enemy. Fucking oath. Absolute enemy. Mm. But you can use it as a tool as well. Here's how you do it. If you have any friend that, I don't know, I'm sure we've all got them. Every day they put up that negative post, something negative, this, fuck this, fuck that, fuck the world, fuck this, whatever, right? You need to not unfriend them, that's, they're, they're your friends, that's a, but unfollow. Yeah, yeah you, you can stop that shit coming up. Right. You can't live in the negative, right? Now, um, now this is shit I've figured out myself. I know it works because I've given this advice to other people and it's helped help them as well. Right? Mm. So unfollow those friends. Yeah. Okay, they're still friends on Facebook. They're yeah. still friends in life. But unfollow those so you don't see them every day. Then every day, every day, you have to write something positive on your on your post. Mm. Not one thing negative at all that day. Mm. None, none. Every day something positive. It could be, if you really don't feel like writing that positive thing, um, then, then go... Um, Go to something really generic, something like, um, oh, sun's out, feels nice, done, yeah. right? But something positive cannot yeah. be a negative thing, yeah. okay? Um, I, sometimes I put thought process up there, like a, like a, I don't know, something inspiring, yeah. okay? And I'll put it up there. Um, do that for a month, right? And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you'll be in a much better spot than you were a month, a month ago. Hmm. just yeah. from that then by doing that each day for a month you've created a habit yeah right it's a positive habit it's a positive habit right mm. it's a positive habit gotta find that positive thing gotta find that positive thing gotta find that positive thing hmm. so because you're finding that positive thing you're not looking for that negative thing you're not looking for that negative thing yeah yeah I get ya yeah it's it, it works guys it fucking works it's, I definitely agree with that um Something similar that I've done as well, like especially as of late, especially with everything that's happening around the world, is uh, whenever I see a news uh, page come up or someone's shared a news article or something like that, I've actually done unfollow or hide all from from so and so news, so and so news, so and so articles. News is bullshit. I found as well because what happened is I used to like a bunch of pages on Facebook that were like. uh, like just pages that would just share like recipes and stuff like that you know just interesting stuff but once they gain a certain amount of followers a company will buy them out and then all of a sudden they're posting articles yeah, yeah. and there'll be like five or sixty pages that used to have their own individual content they're all posting the same shit with the same right with the same, uh, same companies they just out. get bored out yeah. and they get bored out yeah. and you go into the uh, you go onto the page and it used to say like you know food and drink or something as the category it now says news and media business yeah. or news and media company you're like yeah. what so you unlike those pages unfollow them and same with the news I just go hide all from this and if someone posts an article it will just be hide all from this friend or unfollow yeah. friend and it's it because like especially as well like you get annoyed with only seeing like all the bullshit you don't see what your friends are posting yeah. I've noticed like after I've done all that all my posts are all just what my friends are posting. Yeah. Just like now I can like sort of connect more with the people I actually right. care about instead of like looking at all yeah, this crap. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That means yeah. nothing to me. I don't know. I reckon another thing that helps is like helping other people because we do a mm. lot of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah. like, and so do you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. pretty much your life. That's 99% of our life now, especially, yeah. you know, helping kids at motocross. Plus we do jiu-jitsu, helping the kids there. It all makes a difference, hey? Absolutely. The thing is, it's like you never really get much feedback 
from the people you help. But, I mean, like, when you do, it obviously means a lot. Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, let's get feedback. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, man, like... He knows he's my inspiration. You think about how much, how many people you help and how much yeah. you try to do, and you think, like, oh, people will be praising you all the time, but the thing is, like, re- reality of it is, is that you're not always going to get all that praise. No, no you're not. But in the back burner, like, you know... But it also can't be your motivation to help you. Exactly, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, I've... Yeah, I think I've dedicated my life to, in some respect, helping people either grow or help them in, in some kind of way that will heavily impact their life. Yeah. Um, I'm not a psychologist, but I understand some psychology. So a lot of people come to me through the gym or uh, even just as a friend to, to help with... Uh, how do I say this? Heavy issues. Yeah. Like heavy, heavy issues. Um, I used to do a mentor program with kids... Hmm. Um, like teenage kids that were starting to lose their way in some respect. Yeah. Um, I remember having one that didn't have a father, right? Um, so he was lashing out a little bit at school because he had no idea how to... He was trying to find a way to be a man. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Um, his mum approached me and said, I heard you did this mentor thing with this kid before. I went, yeah, yeah. And she goes, what's involved in that? I said, okay, all that's involved in that is 100% trust. Mm. And she goes, okay, in what respect? I went, you have to 100% trust me with your child. Yeah. Um, I said, I've got a working with children permit and stuff that you can check, no problem. And I said, but you've got to trust me that I have the kid's best interest at heart. Yeah. And she goes, okay, so what's involved? I said, cool. We hang out. I take them to somewhere that's, that's public because I'm not going to... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so like the zoo. Uh, Unfortunately, that's how like it has that. to be. Right. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, exactly right. I said, you can come. But uh, in the long run, all it's for is for the kid to have a time where they're comfortable to vent. Yeah. Okay? And I can be that sounding board. Yeah. Yeah. If they tell me things that I think you 100% have to know, Mm. then I will tell you. Yeah. But they're not to know that. I think that's that's how therapy works as well. Yeah, that's pretty much the same. Yeah. Which is... What I've been trying to, place. but yeah. this is what I've been trying to get. Get, you know how I've, we, we've spoken briefly, like I've said about therapy, not like that we need it, but I've said like you know how how it helps people. But yeah. you say you disagree, and you should just talk to your significant other. But I said like yeah. that's that's exactly what you're saying. Like it's it is an opportunity to vent to someone who legally can't splurge out what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And Look, can help I've, you. I've seen a psychologist before. Yeah, years ago uh, for grief counselling. Yeah. Um, uh, when I lost my grandfather, I don't remember, yeah. remember that. Uh, that, hit, that impacted me quite badly. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I was okay, and I wasn't. Yeah. Um, so I went to a grief counsellor. Um, I worked. I used to work for Crown doing security, and they actually said, "Hey, look, we, we can provide you this counsellor for a bit if you like." So, mm-hmm. Which was thank you, Crown. For that. Yeah, that's that's um, a pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I went there, and yeah, it, she changed my thought process and stuff like that. It was very, very good. So yeah. it, yes. Sounding board to your significant other, I think that's a hundred percent. Yeah, you know, that's a that's a good relationship. Absolutely. Yeah, um, you need to be able to do that. Communication is the key. Trust me, guys. Yeah, yeah fucking <laughs> <no. laughs> um, You know, uh, but having that having that someone that has that degree of psychological understanding to help you change thought processes hmm. 
sometimes is beneficial. Yeah, yeah sometimes. I mean, there's, there's a time and place for everything, isn't there? Okay. Especially when they're professional too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it depends solely on the situation. Hmm. I still agree yeah. with that. Like, yeah, big time. Yeah, look, not everyone needs a psychologist. Yeah, yeah that's and Some it. people go to them, they just don't need them. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I don't see a psychologist all the time. I, you know, I see them when I need them, like, like my grief counselling. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like right now, I'm considering going to one just to help me. Uh, this, this breakup has impacted me quite badly because not, I'm not going to say badly. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. As you can see, I'm sitting here, I'm fine. Hmm. But um, I was about to get married. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's my, it. My entire life has been flipped upside down. Yeah, yeah that's so I'm, I just need to go. Oh, breathe for a second, hmm. and then I'm thinking about going to see someone just to say, okay. I kind of know the process, mm. um, but I want to. I want to. I want Lance version two point this time. Yeah. I don't want to be my old self. I want to grow from this, but I want to move forward. Mm. I want to be a better version of myself. I want to be a better me. What the fuck went wrong with this relationship that should never have dissolved? Mm. Yeah. And and what can I do about it? Yeah. Yeah. How can I be a better person for the person I end up with next? Because I'm going to be honest. I want that person to be the one for life. Absolutely. Yeah. I've never been one to, you know, just be playing the field, you know, like, yeah, after relationships, sometimes you go and splurge out on yourself to, you know, uh, get a palate cleanse, I guess. <laughs> but um, uh, I just haven't done that. I don't want to, and I, I, I feel like I just want to work on me. Yeah. So that I can be the person that someone truly deserves and mm. wants to be with. And, you know, sometimes a psychologist can help you do that. Yeah. 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 So yeah. That's, that's the plan. Yeah. Um, planning to plan. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not a yeah. bad plan. But going back to what I was saying earlier about um about the whole like uh getting sort of what's it recognition from people or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, sorry, yeah. I mean what I meant by that was uh you know, if you if anyone's struggling out there with uh with motivation, you know, why 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 bother doing this if you know, no one's sort of you recognizing know, you appreciating it or whatever, yeah. but just know on the back burner like People do appreciate you, and they do that's love you. The thing, They're yeah. appreciating you every 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 day they wake up. Yeah, that's it. Like, they might not. They might not say. That's it, what I was about to say. There. Sometimes it's not said. Yeah, it's no different to me and you, really. I mean, it's not often I say like you're my inspiration. No. Yeah. And you are in a big way, and it's not often you think about. To be honest, it's not often I think about how much of an impact you well, actually have. I think, I think that's to everyone around. So that's yeah, exactly. So that's what I mean. It's like you don't really always say it, but it is there. You might not recognize the impact you make, but correct. Yeah, yeah. correct. But it's definitely there. I think if you don't recognise the... Actually, no. The, the, yeah. I'm, I'm going to change what I was about to say because mm. my, my mind just changed on an instant. Yeah. You shouldn't look f- just to do it for the, for the recognition. No. no. But if you don't... Like, if you recognise the changes that you've helped make, yeah. it's recognition in itself. Yeah, exactly. you don't need better recognition. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like today, like for instance, you sat there on this podcast, which is going to be public, yeah. and said that I am your inspiration and that warms my heart like big time like that's that almost brought tears to my eyes like it's yeah. that that's huge because i've known you for so long yeah right but if you'll notice i'm very i'm a very i wear my heart on my sleeve mm. i'm a very open person with people i know right mm. now what do we what do we say often that a lot of people don't when you're about to leave usually you love you yep always yeah yep. Yeah, love you, boss. Love you too, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Always, yeah. Seven to eight the other day. Love yeah. you, man. Yeah. Take care. Yeah, we, we do, actually. 
all the time. I tell my friends I love them. It's important. <laughs> yeah. Now, it wasn't that long ago I had a conversation with someone at work. I said, isn't that fucking weird? Don't you just tell your, your, your wife, your kids, your yeah. family you love them? I'm like, nope. Mm. My friends? Yeah. They are, are everything. Well. Yeah, that's it. I've got blood family and I've got non-blood family, for sure. Yeah. Man, tell your friends you love them, man. Fucking yeah. oath, yeah, no. Fuck yeah. That's the message to take away. Yeah, no, And also, definitely. um, like, the thing is, is, like, this, this, uh, project here, this podcast means, means a lot to both of us, and, uh, we could have had anyone. Fucking oath. In the world on here for the first one, but we wanted it to be special, so we made sure we, uh, we got the best That's on why here. we hit you up. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, we, we could have started it a long time ago, I mean, like, it was just a cascading, uh, what's it? turn of events for everything but it's just like we want to wait till everyone's ready yeah and, yeah. and then like and do it properly things even happen with you and we were like fuck like we'll give, we'll give them a few weeks yeah and no I appreciate like, that and then we were like this weekend's free and I was like I don't know it's only been a month and I was like fuck it I'll hey, meet him up look man even just a week ago this could have been a very different conversation well, that's, 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 that's why what you heard you say on Thursday you're Timing. feeling a lot better and, and you've uh, you feel like you've uh, met you know, getting on the mend, and then we're like, okay. Do you, do you know? Do you know what turned? Not really. Uh, how can I say this? Is going to be public. How can I say this without? Hmm. Um. Recognition that I mean something to someone. Yeah. Right. That means a lot to me. Yeah. Help me turn from. I was on a downward spiral for a week or two. Yeah, fucking And I knew you I know. was, but I was consciously trying to stay above water. Yeah, yeah. Above water. Which is why it was, I think it was last Thursday. Yeah, it would have been last Thursday, so not this week. It was one before. When I came down to the gym with Dan. Yeah. Also a very good friend of ours, Dan. Yes. yes. Shout yes. out to your brother. Shout out to Dan. You are a lifesaver. You're an amazing person. Um, Does a lot around the club to help out. Yes. He... he Dan, Dan's a rare breed. He's amazing. Um, very rare breed. Um, That's why so, it fits in. So is so his girl. So is his wife. Mm. She's, she's mm. like um, I only met her once the other night, but she's yeah, fantastic. She's, she's great. Yeah. Um, I was about to say to Dan, I can't do it. I can't come down the gym tonight. I'm not myself. And I, I just didn't want... I didn't want you guys to see me like that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does, yeah. It wasn't that I didn't want to be there with you, I just didn't want you to see me like that. Just like bringing down the vibe. Right. Dan went, nah, unacceptable. Rocks up to my house. Come on, man, I'm taking you. Yeah. Get out of the fucking house, let's go. That's a good friend. That yeah. is a good friend, yeah. He knew I needed it. He needed to know, pick your fucking self up, let's go. Yeah. Yep. Alright. You're the boss man. Mm. Be the boss man. Let's go. Show me jits. Yeah. You're doing this. Yeah. Fuck yeah, all right. I'm learning shit. And I was sulking the whole way. <laughs> I was like, fuck, gee, I don't know what to do, man. I can't, my head's all, my head's not in it. I don't know what to teach. You guys just get on that mat and you do your thing. Yeah, that's all you have to do, so though. I got there. I don't think I cracked a smile all night. But, but at the end of it, it's like, everyone's like, fuck, man, that was a rad class. Yeah, that's, like, I'm pretty sure that you're was. You're demon at. Actually, yeah. before. That was the brutal one, wasn't it? <laughs> it was brutal. Yeah, that was fucking sick. Yeah, no, that was sick. Yeah, you could just. <laughs> I don't know if you, uh, <laughs> I'm willing to talk about this at this stage yet, but I mean, there's a lot of development happening at yeah, Jitsu Studio. I did want there to ask is. you about Sanjay. You've been, I think you've been waiting for there this question. And, uh, we yeah. want to know a little bit about it so okay. that the public can yeah, learn about sure. it. Yeah. Uh, so I'll give you a little background on this real quick. Yeah. I'll try not to go down that rabbit hole too much. <laughs> you keep me out of it, all right? Okay. Um, 
uh, a friend of mine, Tom Milwaukee, uh, who is Japanese born. Yeah. Um, I, I met him when I was at Crown. Uh, extremely gifted martial artist. Um, so he did um, he did karate style over there. But he says he does karate. He's like a third down in karate. But man, he's done many martial arts. Is that is that the one that trains at our club yet? Like last yes, yeah, so weekend, he, yeah, yeah so we were he, there. We we came in when he was training. Right, fuck uh, them, man. Oh man, Woo. yeah. Remember that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Tom, I I I, I talked to Tom once uh, at, at Crown when we were working. I said Tom, because I know he used to teach. He actually came to Australia to teach karate, right? Yeah. And uh, I said, Tom, do you still teach? He goes, No, no. I had a this Australian people don't take it seriously enough. Uh, it kind of hurt his soul. Okay, um, it, it just wasn't it wasn't like Japan. Yeah, no, it's you know? different, I guess. And I went, bro, I, I fully understand. Um, I said, oh, that's a shame. And he goes, why? I said, I would love to learn from you. And he goes, oh, I'll teach you. I'm like, oh, awesome. Will you do private lessons? He goes, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, he, he goes, we can use your gym. I went, oh, man, I'm stoked. Yeah, how, awesome. How much? Like, I'll pay you whatever you want. I don't give you shit. What the fee was? Yeah. He goes, no, 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 no. No, no, I'll teach you for an hour. You teach me for an hour. I'm like, Tom, the fuck am I going to teach you? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, let, let, let's, let, let's think about this. Like, uh, I'll just put that in perspective. Tom is a descendant of samurai family. Yeah. The, it's he, a high bar set. Bro, <laughs> it's in his DNA. Yeah. He's, he's good, but... And he's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he came and trained with me for a few times. And he goes, Lance, your style is just really good. Like, like I can see... Because I showed him the Bushy Kempo stuff, some videos, and he goes, man, you've evolved it, like yeah. a fair bit. Mm. And I went, oh, out of necessity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. no longer under under anyone, so like I just I do what I think Jiu-Jitsu should be. Because mm. Lance, this is off the chain. This is really, really good martial arts. Yeah. You need your own style. And he put that seed in my head. Yeah. And he goes, here's what you need to do, Lance. He goes, it's not often I would say this to anyone, but you're a martial artist that needs the recognition. Here's what I need you to do. Create your own style and then write a book mm. on your style. Yeah. I went, who am I to write a fucking book on the style of my slides? goes, who are you not to? Yeah. And I went, huh. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'll put that idea over there for a while, right? So that was about uh, six years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I, it's been, it's been, been skewing for a while. It's been skewing for a while. Um, <laughs> and now, recently... With the passing of my old instructor, so um, Sheehan Ian Mason, he passed away a little over two years ago. Mm. Um, I wanted to come back under them because um, when he passed away, I felt really bad for his sons. I felt bad for you know leaving the association, and you know um, there wasn't there wasn't a massive fallout. It was just that I don't like politics. Yeah, so well, that's I walked away. Yeah, um, but I saw Ian before he passed, and and, and we were great, we had a great night, all that kind of stuff. So he passed away, and I thought. Shit, I would love to help continue his legacy. Yeah. So I asked the boys, you know, who's going to take over the association, blah, blah, blah. And it was just, it was a little bit disarray, you know, they, they needed time to grieve and things like that, you know. Um, and everything aside, it just wasn't a good fit anymore. So I spoke to a friend of mine who runs a club down south, and he goes, Nance, why don't you look at the IBF, the International Budo Federation? So I can come under an association so that I can still get recognition for rank when I've done my time and do gradings and stuff like that. Which yeah. means, you know, when you know, you're coming up to your to your black belt, you know, yeah. your first degree black belt, I need to increase my level as well. Mm. Otherwise, the brakes are on. Right? Yeah. So I thought, okay, 
So I spoke to these guys and it turned out I know the state rep. He knows my history. I trained with him in Bushy Kempo years ago. And he said, I think these guys would be a good fit for you, lads. Why don't you have a chat to the president? So he puts me on the president of the IBF. Had a chat with him for a good 45 minutes. So it was, just, it was basically a get to know each other. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Is this, am I the right fit for their association? Are they the right fit for me? Right? Um, I'm not one to buy rank, but I'll earn it. Okay. Yeah. So I spoke to them. And he's like, yep, sounds like you're good. He's like, look, Lance, we don't normally award rank or anything until you've been in with us for about three years. I'm like, I'm not here for rank, mate. I'm yeah, here for, exactly. for, to, to be under someone. Yeah. I want someone above me. I don't want to be the guy. I want, yeah. I want someone above me. You know? yeah. Because that's perfect. Here's what we're going to do. I'm like, okay. He said, now, the state rep, Nigel, he's told me that you've done a lot of development in your jiu-jitsu. Going, well, I guess, you know. Um, over the last you know, 10 years of yeah, that's not yeah. being under someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Come up with your own shit. If you want to, yeah. Um, and he said, it's actually, he's, he's told me it's actually very, very good. Here's what we want you to do. We want you to um, write a syllabus on your style. Give us a name for the style. We're going to recognize it for you. And we want you to run a seminar showcasing your style of jiu-jitsu. I'm going to send two of our fifth dance and we want the sixth band to come that gave you a second band. I'm like, yep, I can arrange that, which I have. Yeah. When I do the seminar, they said, you've done 10 years since your second band. I said, yes. They said, okay, rules of band grading is that, you know, uh, second to third is three years and third to fourth is four years and you should be on your way to your fifth. Wow. He goes, so, I went, yeah. You know, what happens? Life happens, yeah. and you know, shit. And I said, uh, yeah, I'd love to one day get my third down. He goes, so what we're going to do is we're going to watch this seminar, and if we if, if we get what Nigel thinks we'll get, yeah, this is the bottom. Oh line. fuck! Uh, then we're going to recognise you for your fourth down. Yeah. And I went, uh, 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 I'm a second down. Uh, I, no, <laughs> I need to go for third. He goes, no, you've done the time. That's we're, the thing. We're yeah. going to recognise this. It's, it wouldn't be fair to you or your students if we just went, oh, you're a third down. Yeah. So, yeah. From what I've heard, you're not a third down. Yeah. So, yeah. So the thing is, we're, we're going to be introducing uh, our style of jiu-jitsu, of Kempo jiu-jitsu. I'm calling it Senshi Kempo jiu-jitsu. So it's S-E-N-S-H-I. Yeah. Senshi Kempo jiu-jitsu. It means, so Senshi is... The way of the warrior, um, kempo meaning sort of like the way of the fist. So it's warrior fist method. Yeah. Right. Basically, it's just rough translations. Of, well, the translation I've been able to find for it anyway. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's going to be a blend of, I guess, my roots of bushy kempo and my philosophy on jujitsu and when to use the hard stuff, when not to use the hard stuff, and yeah. a blend of Brazilian jiu-jitsu at the same time. So you're going to have an element of stand-up, takedown, and, and ground defense. It's going to be yeah. Amazing. It is I'm awesome. Excited. Yeah, so, I, we, we've been doing a little bit of training in it. From what we've seen from the uh, the freestyle classes, the last few, yeah. it's uh, it's full-on. It yeah. is brutal. Yeah. It is uh, a mixture of everything. Yeah, it is fucking sick. Yeah, it you is, like it? At yeah. the same time, it's efficient. It's, I was about to say, it all flows. Yeah. Everything flows. And, I mean, if people look up, like, Kempo Jiu-Jitsu or Bushy Kempo or anything like that on YouTube, you'll see it and you'll be like, this is kind of bullshit. But then you see the, the style that you've sort of evolved it into. Mm. 
and you've sort of just cut out the the unrealistic part of it or the oh, traditional shit. part of it right. that right. is just for looks. Yes, and made it about being effective and practical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted it always to be. I wanted it to be a practical art. Yeah, but I still want it to be an art. I don't yeah, want exactly. it just to be. Look, I could make it. You know, take everything of the art away and just call it self defense. Yeah. Um, but I don't want that. I don't want to lose the roots of where all this came from. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to me, it's still a concept driven from the idea of, of Japanese jiu-jitsu. Yeah. You know? so, yeah, so we still have a bit of traditional stuff. Yes. But it will just be a But it will be the practical back. start of the traditional stuff. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sorry. there's going to be... What the fuck are you doing? Sorry, just turning out. <laughs> so good. There's going to be elements of, okay, I, I want you to learn this technique, mainly because there's always method in my madness, okay? Um, a, you'll never get bored. Yeah. Yep. Okay? B, you need to learn a different movement, and that's a good move to learn that movement from, because then you can use it for this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, be, being an instructor and a coach, you've got to think long-term. Yeah. Um, so the first four belts of the syllabus, it will be your building blocks. It'll be fundamentals. And then after that, it'll start to develop into um, different directions. So what I'm gonna, what I'm trying to design with this syllabus is to give you freedom to explore jiu-jitsu the way it's going to work for you. Yeah, which is... Much like Brazilian jiu-jitsu, because that's what I've got from Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You, you and I could do the same jiu-jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu classes with the same coach for 10 years and look vastly different when we roll. Yeah. Yeah. All right? I want that for you guys with your with your Senshi Kempo. So first four belts is building blocks. Yeah. After that, it's basically you could go this way, this way, this way, this way, this way. So it's, it's, it's teaching you how to think for yourself and how to apply the things that, that were your building blocks. Were, yeah. And obviously different things work for different people too. Exactly so right. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So it's going to be like, it, it won't be dictated, like most syllabus will say, this is the move you do. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be dictated that way. It'll be like, use a throw to, to develop, to, to do this. Yeah, or to use, defend this. Right. Yeah. So it, it'll just be like, use a throw or use a takedown or use a lock for this. Yeah. Um, whichever lock you can get to work there, that's the lock you use. Yeah. Um, Which I like because we sort of yeah. had that with our upper belts, even right. as the bushy Kempo yes. style. Yes, it was sort of like defend a plunge to the stomach with a knife type thing. Yeah, and yeah. I, that was probably my favourite part of getting up there because you was, got to think for yourself. Yeah, because mm. you just got to make it up, and like you like you say, being smaller as well, like shit that would work for me wouldn't work for you. Right. So it was just cool to be able to just adapt, and I think right. that's where you start really learning about jiu-jitsu. Right. So. The reason I'm bringing that in a lot earlier now is because by the time you go for your first degree black belt, I want you to be a free-thinking martial artist. Yeah. Yeah. So at my black belts, I want to be free-thinking martial artist. Yeah. Not what I would call a textbook fighter. Yeah. You yeah. can regurgitate what's in the textbook or you can regurgitate what I've shown you, but you can't think for yourself. Well, yeah. that makes sense because it doesn't work. If you, yeah, if you ever have to use it, you're going to be yeah. like, you know, wait, hold on, you didn't do the right punch. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Type thing. Right. It, you need to be able to think on the spot. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty lucky here because I'll probably be the first... Uh, You'll be my first ever full black belt. Yeah, yeah. first full black belt in Senshi Kempo. Yeah. And how many years pretty has Pretty keen on that. What? What's 10, that? 15 years or something? That, what? That you've had the club? Or you've, had, you've been teaching at least? I opened the gym in 2007. Well, I, I started teaching at the rec centre in 2007. Yeah. 
So what are we at now? 20? Well, I know my grade in 2009. Yep. For my first grade. For first grade. Yeah. I mean, you've had a few uh, junior black belts come through. I mean, shout out to Lucas as well. Yeah, Lucas. Yeah. What a badass. Yeah. Just got his junior black belt yeah. when I graded. Man. And, and Cody in the past. Cody, yeah, yeah, Cody. Cody. yeah. Another humble kid. Yes. Riley's coming up soon. Yeah. Riley's a machine right now. Yeah, he's young. Like, how old is Riley? Riley's about right. 12. He's only spread out. I think he's about 12. Yeah, he's about to he's be his junior. He's been training since he was four. Junior showdown hose. So it's been a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's about to come for his junior black belt. Uh, junior showdown ho. Yeah, yeah junior showdown ho. Black belt. Um, and, and I tell you what, he's he's focused. Yeah, yeah he is. He yeah. is. It's cool. It's cool to watch, man. Yeah. He's like, I look at these kids and I'm like, yeah, another 10 years, you're about to kick my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I reckon they could kick my ass now. I mean, <laughs> you, see the, you see the progression on them, you're just like, wow. We even even Lucas was saying when um when he was when we were training for his black junior black belt and my uh my probation black belt, and we he was saying it's just so weird how I used to be his instructor and now <laughs> and now he's training Fantastic. with me. You love it, don't you? I do. Tremendous. Tremendous. I've heard that word for years. That's what Joey Diaz says all the time. Tremendous. I like it. But yeah, no, he was just saying it's such a weird thing for him how I used to be his instructor and now we train together. And I'm like, well, if you stop fucking growing, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what is he? 13, right? 14. 14 years old. And he's fucking bigger than me. He's six, what? He's a monster. Yeah. It's redonkulous, hey. What does he eat? He needs to stop fucking eating. He was, uh, he was over me. I'm what, 5'10? He was my height, not that You're long fucking ago. taller than 5'10. I'm 5'10. I'm 5'10. We're 5'10. Uh, <laughs> I'm 5 foot, fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> sure are. You just took less time to get perfect than you kid. Yeah, that's it. You fucking know it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Nah, I'm just fucking really excited about the censorship. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm nervous. Yeah. I, I, I must admit, I'm nervous. It's, um. It's the. It's the most profound uh, moment of putting myself out there mm. that I've ever had in my life. Um, Were you basically putting putting yourself on? Yeah, this is my philosophy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! It's, it's all you. It's, it's which is why I'm taking my time with it, guys. I want it to be. I want it to be well done. What's your baby as well? Like you want it to be perfect. You don't want it to be like half assed and, and yeah, and it will never be perfect. Yeah, no, well, it, it will be in a constant state of evolution. Yeah. Well, it always has been in our club, though. It has. I mean, and a callback to when you said you want to put the white belt back on, I mean, as well, like, another thing to remember is you never stop learning. Even right. once you're a black no. belt or once you're a fifth degree yeah. black belt or whatever, you're yeah. still learning still constantly learning from everyone. Let me tell you something. Like, this is, this is, this is, I've heard this so many times and, you know. Sorry. No, sorry. You, you know that when you hear this coming through the ranks, you kind of go, you're full of shit. Then you get there and you go, huh. Right. It's like when your dad tells you something you're kidding, you go, fuck off on me. No, 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 shit. And yeah, you get there and you go, hey, man, he was right. Yeah. My knees do hurt. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, what it is is um, that I said, uh, black belt's not the destination. Mm. It's, it's the start of learning. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, man, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you something. I've always taught my... Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu students, this. Now, I'm pretty sure you would have seen a video of me saying this on, on, the, on, our, on our webpage, our, our Facebook page anyway. Um, every time you get ranked, every time you get a new belt, uh, go back to the start 
and like relook at the basic moves. Yeah. But the first lot of moves, you will learn your white belt and see what you can see now that you're higher level. Yeah. And you'll notice. Yeah, right. You'll notice. Oh shit! I used to put my hand there. This is better. Yeah. This works better for me. Oh, there's better leverage here. Yeah. And you'll you'll do the same move and it'll be completely different. Yeah. Yeah. And that will change every belt you do. Yeah. Yeah. This week, I showed some stuff uh, that were basics in my eyes. They were basics. But I said, try this grip. This is better. I reckon this will work better. That'll work better. Blah, blah, blah. And, and my purple belts have gone, fuck, Lance. That one grip there is a fucking game changer. I'm like, yeah, that's rad. The yeah. smallest thing. Like, Why didn't you show us that before? I'm like, fucking just figured it out. But it's all about being humble as well. I mean, sometimes you even get, um, say, if you're where I'm in Kempo, so I'm purple belt now, but sometimes uh, there'll be something you'll do that's off a previous belt. And someone will come and correct you on it, and you know, you can either choose to get upset about it and be yeah. like, Oh, I've already done this, I know this, or you yeah. can be like, Oh, okay, I never looked at it like that. Yeah. That's a good way of looking at it, or like, this works way better for the way I've actually learned it. People see things differently. Yeah. Yeah. Then I learn something from my students every week. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's cool. That's, that's the beauty of my life. You learn how fucking old you are when I'm around. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I had to throw it in there. It's been a, it's been a uh, while, you know. See, in in a class full of people, you get some laughs, but then it's me I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> I'm so bad at taking compliments at the best of time. I couldn't imagine like, oh, yeah. You and me both. I, uh, it was brought to my attention just recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was going out to the CAS with a, a, an acquaintance of mine who is, is quickly becoming a very good friend. His name's Dane. He came down to... In fact, he was my first ever... When I first started BJJ properly, like when I started um, training with Adam Eckhart, the very first night I got those mats, Dane was my training partner. He was a blue belt. Uh, he came down to our gym with a, another black belt, um, Steve, uh, a month and a bit ago. Um, maybe a bit longer, a bit longer. And um, it was so good to see Dane, you know, because I have that, hey man, you're the first of a training yeah. partner I ever had. Yeah. And, he, and he was like, oh, this makes me feel good. And he's a brown belt now too, right? Yeah. Um, and like, he's, the only reason he's not black is simply because he does a lot of FIFO stuff and he can't, he can't get to the gym to commit. That's a problem, right? Yeah. It really is, yeah. So I feel for him. He's, a, he's, he's, a, he's at the level, like he's, he's, he's pretty, really good, right? But he's a very, very, very switched on, very, um, uh, mentally aware person, very, very you know, amazing. So anyway, I was supposed to be going out to dinner with him, go and catch up, get out of the house, you know, see if I'm okay type shit but after this breakup, right? So after training on a Saturday, um, Luke and Tara, good friends of mine, and, and um, Jade and Michaela, they're like, let's go out for lunch. I was like, I didn't bring any clothes. So I'm going down to to get a burger in my gi pants and my, my jiu-jitsu top and and I said, look, I need to get some clothes and stuff tonight because I've lost so much weight since this breakup that um, yeah, nothing fits properly. So yeah. they're like, ah, oh, we'll take you. I'm like, all right, fuck, so I'm walking through the shopping center in my geese, in my gee pants and stuff, right? I feel like an absolute twit. Mm. And they take me to Connor, so a menswear store. Yeah, yeah, it's a good shop. It's good yeah, shop. it's great. And um, so like, they're throwing these like shirts at me and jeans and blah, blah, blah. I was like, go try these on, go try these on. So I've got this like posse of four friends um, basically going, try this, nope, don't like that, try this, nope, yeah, yeah, I like that one, I like that one. And then at the end of it, they said, we just realised you can't take a compliment. Because you don't mm. say anything back? 
I get embarrassed, I walk away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that oh man, that looks amazing on you. You look really good. Like, right, it's like so yeah. back in the chat room. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't take a fucking compliment. It's a weird... I find for me, it's like, I always feel there's always room for improvement. So, like, for yeah. instance, like, my latest grading, I mean, right afterwards, you were like, congratulations, man, you did a really good job, you made me really proud, and I was just like, mm. But there's, that's just how it is, when anyone says, like, oh, you know, like, I can imagine if I painted a picture or something. Actually, no, I did, like, a edit for the, um, what was that, round the other week? Oh, King of the Sand. Uh, King of the Sand, yeah. I did no, King of the Sand. King of the Sand, yeah. I did a edit for that. And one of the photographers at uh, Motocross, he was like, oh, I saw you edit. It was really good. I was just like, mm, yeah, <laughs> I'm learning. Kind of thing. Like, I just always have to downplay myself. I don't know. It just might be like just self-confidence thing. I don't, I don't know, know what it is. is. But it was the same with my grading. But I'm afraid yeah. of coming off as like... Arrogant. Up myself, yeah. Yeah. But, okay, I've got some advice for you. Yeah. Okay. I've recently started doing this. Like, and I mean, very recently started doing this. Last week. <laughs> and it's okay, right? Mm. Now, I was the same. Yeah. I don't like, I never want to come across arrogant. Mm. Like, I, like I, I'd like being who I am. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I like humble. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm no better than you. Yeah. You're no better than me. No. Let's just be friends. We're side by side, no one in front of or, or on top of anyone, right? Mm. So, the compliment thing was hard. Yeah. Now, I've been taught. <laughs> When someone gives you a compliment, say, oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And at the, at when the first time I said it, I went, oh, that feels weird. Yeah, no shit. And then I said it again. Because you half, some, like, somewhere, like, you half don't mean it. That's yeah, how it feels yeah, of course. Like, like, when you first start going. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're yeah. just saying it. Yeah. Now, it's like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah. And it's like. Comes natural? Not natural. It's still a little forced, but I make sure I say it. Yeah. yeah. Because there's two, there's two parts of this. When you say thank you. It means something to them. Yeah. True. When you say thank you, it actually makes you feel good. Yeah. Okay. So you took a compliment and you went, huh, that's, oh, that's nice. Guess what? That's something we are talking about a little while ago. That's recognition. Yeah. True. You've got to take the recognition when you get it. Yeah. Say thank you. True. Yeah. yeah. I guess yeah, that's the best thing like to that. do because, I mean, like, I think the thing I'm always afraid of coming off as is, like, say, for instance, how you said, you know, congratulations and grading, I would, I'd hate to be like, Oh, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. It was great, wasn't it? Like, yeah. you wouldn't... <laughs> I don't think anyone that's ever done a grading will ever say that. No, <laughs> so, that would Because I always ask the kids, like, you would have me. I do it. How do you think it went? Yeah, really fucking good. Well, I don't say fuck. Like, yeah, yeah, really, yeah, really good. I was yeah. like, yeah, okay, cool. What about you? Oh, I think I could be better. Yeah. We can always be better, though, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you did do good. You did awesome. Whoa. Yeah, cool. Go home. Boom. Off you go. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you got to give them a high. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But I fully understand what you're saying. Like, every time I've gone up to a grading panel, I've gone, how do you think you went? I'm like, well, I stuffed this up, stuffed that up, stuffed this up. I feel like I went okay. Mm. But that's never been, oh, it, fucking nailed that. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know? no. yeah. It's no. probably my biggest fear with grading. <laughs> Especially a grading and B, you asking how I went, and I'm like, not fucking good, don't ask me. Well, at the end of the grading, you're dead, you're a mess, you're just yeah. like looking like shit, and you're just like, well, if you were to go, yeah, you're great, you're going to be lying to yourself yeah, and everyone no around shit. you. You definitely don't feel like you did good by the end because it just becomes sloppy, but I Do mean. Do you know how to avoid that question? What? Don't fucking grade, it works good for me. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, let's not even go there. No. Uh, so, 
I think the only person that's beaten you on length of being on a belt was me. Mm. How long were you on the belt? I'm still a second Dan. Ten oh, years. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years. Yeah. Um, so how long were you on yours? On my, which one? Blue? Uh, no, I think it, was it your blue that was the longest? Blue's my longest. Red's not my longest. Blue was my longest. How long was blue? I think it was about four and a half years. Four and a half years. There's a while. So four and a half years for a blue belt at Kempo Jiu-Jitsu, guys, because I know a lot, of, a lot of people might be BJJ orientated. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, to be fair, you, you, were, t- you were full-time security then. Well, see, BJJ could take you, yeah, 12 years to get your black belt. Well, it took you, what? took me 11 to get my You're not black belt. Or to get my probation. Belt. I am a black belt. Yeah, you are a black belt. Sorry. I keep fucking that up. Yeah. <laughs> I am a fucking black belt, bitch. Yeah, you want to go? Um, yeah. Okay, listen that up. No, yeah, um, to be fair, yeah, you were working full-time security then as yeah, well, yeah. so I was taking a lot of the Kempo stuff, Kempo it's classes, true. Yeah. so it kind of just got in the way, like the instructing just got in the way, you know, and then you just it end does. up... It does, it does. It does, because all the, even when you finish with your kids, then the adults come to you when you, yeah. when you start them up, yeah. and then the adults are constantly coming to you as well, so you're not really getting as much training in, Correct. which is why when me and Lucas were training for our, our blacks, you know, we really said to the guys, look, can you just... Unless you really need us, can you yeah, just leave us be? Leave us be, let us train, let us get where we need to get. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it kind of gets to that point where you've got to... That, I guess that's the downfall of the small club as well. Yeah. Um, oh, a little bit. It's not It's not a downfall. It's just that sometimes you just really want to spend the time on your jiu-jitsu just to get you to where you yeah. really want to go, especially after 11 years for me. And you, and you, deserve, you, you, you deserve to do that. Yeah. yeah. You need to do that. But, I mean, I love teaching, so I never have a problem with people coming yeah. up help, like asking for help. Yeah. I love, I don't, I don't know, I just always have. Hey guys, can you believe it's 4 o'clock? Holy fuck. What time fuck. did we start this? 1 o'clock. Nah, you, nah you, got, you got here about 1. Quarter past. Don't forget uh, we ate. I was here at 12.30. Oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, holy fuck. Yeah. Jesus. Wait, I think we started recording about 10 past. Can't you see how long it's been recording? Um, it goes... So as you can see, we can dribble some serious... Fucking oath. Well, unfortunately, it goes by bars and... Uh, beats, that so that I can't really figure out that how long that's been going for, but it's a while. Wait, fuck a while. A while, boss. <laughs> Down the bottom there, is that a timer? That's, uh, that's bars and beats. Is bars and beats? I can probably change it, but I'm afraid of fucking it up. Nah, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anything else we want to cover on this one? I've got so much more I can ask you. Yeah, so we could always do. We could always do another one. Yeah, we we'll just one. have to do another one. I could become a regular if you want. Oh, absolutely. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. yeah, we can get plenty out of you. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, a little bit more bullshit philosophy that I come up on the day. Yeah, yeah straight. <laughs> Are we calling it? Yeah, we should. Uh, we should call it. And I we'll, think we uh, probably should. It's pretty long. Thanks for having me on, guys. No it's worries. Really good. Thanks Bye. for being here. Just pretty uh, stoked to be the first guest. No, yeah. Just. We love you, we uh, look Fuck up right. to you, and we definitely you too, man. love having you on here, and it's, a, it's an honour to have you on. It is. And just even know you. Thanks, bro. I it is. It. Uh, that's that's likewise, man. That's likewise, absolutely. It is. An absolute honour. It's been uh, probably the best uh, 11, 12 years of my life, really. Yeah. It's where I've become me. It's almost the going 11, 12 years of Hey, hey, hey. Look, yeah. just because I look fine... <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm stoked to have been part of it, kid. I really am. Yeah. Um, it humbles me every day when people would say to me, look, you've had this influence in my life. That's, yeah. I still find that hard. I still find that hard to take. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, I'm still trying to get my own shit in order. <laughs> seem to be okay. The weird me. thing is, though, you don't have to have your shit in order to have such no, an influence no. on other people. That's correct. Because sometimes when we're helping people as well, I get the same thing. I'm like, "Fuck, my shit's not in order." Yeah. yeah. Actually, it's funny you say that. I was, I was just real quick. Uh, this is this is quite profound. I didn't know this was possible. Okay, and it was pointed out to me by Dan and Laura, my other friends. Um, the weekend, so I. Like me and my ex uh, Terry, we broke up. I think it was the Thursday, and on the Saturday, I stayed at um, Dan and Laura's. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, Had a cheese plate at two a.m. Yep. Y- yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. You've heard this story. Yes. Um, well, we now, just know there was a cheese plate. That's all. Yeah. We have. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, I was pouring my heart out to them, and I was yeah, I was in tears. Uh, I'm not too too you know manly to to, to admit that. So um, yeah, I was in tears and. I got this phone call uh, from a girl that, um, that's been training with me on um, private lessons for a little about a year. Uh, she's from DCP, poor kid. Mm. Um, you know, foster homes her whole life. Uh, she's a good kid. Um, she's come a long way. Really proud of her. But she had a moment, all right? And at that moment, she needed my help, so she called me. And I'm in the middle of this conversation with Dan and Laura, where I'm pouring my heart oh, out yeah, in yeah, tears. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I look at my phone, and I see her name there, and I'm just like... Hang on, guys. I've got to take this. Hey, sweetie, what's up? You know, yeah, and, yeah. and she's like, I don't know what's going on, and I'm, and I'm freaking out. And, I'm, and she's running down the road, and she's like, just, just full blown anxiety attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and I was like, it's okay, breathe, calm down, blah blah blah. And about twenty minutes later, I hang up the phone, and she's calm, and she's heading back home, no problem. The phone down to Laura, sitting there like this to me. Because you just switch. They went. How did you? Well, firstly, how did you do that? Secondly, I'm like, what? They're like, we feel counselled right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, you were in the midst of, you were a, a bad place a second ago, yeah. and then you counselled someone. How do you do that? And I just went, oh, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's had like, that effect. I mean, right? Yeah. It calmed me. Has it? It, yeah. it does, though. That's what I was getting at earlier. It does. Yeah. By sorting someone else's shit, you sort your own. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll oh, guys. All right. Last story. That was the last story of the day. But yeah. um, we will have some more because I am sure the boss man will be back. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Like to fucking positive. Great. Awesome. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll bring something cup for next time. See <laughs> you <laughs> and the Red Bull. And the Red Bull. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been uh, it's been fucking awesome. Yes. And um, we'll see you when we're looking at you. Absolutely. She's not that for me. <laughs> did I? Probably did. Ciao, guys. All right. Catch us. See you all later. You. Man, that was awesome. Don't forget to be unique. Fucking hell.